This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. You can dial in toll-free and bring up whatever's on your mind. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. As always, you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, and you'll find that there are a bunch of features there on the site, and they're totally free. So uh, do enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Here in the studio tonight, it is Ian. Michelle. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We've got a lot of features on the site and give them all to you. So enjoy those. Again, freetalklive.com. Michelle, uh, joining us here tonight for, uh, what, the third time, I think? You've been on the show a couple times before. Yes, this is the third time. But I I think you've only been on once with us, if I'm not mistaken. You did, uh, didn't you do She Talk Live or a Sunday Sunday show? I've never done She Talk Live, and I've never done it with either you or Mark. Oh, well, then this is quite special. Yes. Uh, so, uh, for our listeners that don't recall, Michelle has been on the show, uh, certainly by phone in the past, and she is, uh, she's one of my heroes. Michelle Seven. Michelle, I didn't know if she wanted to use her last name, oh. but I guess everybody well, does, right? Sure. Okay, so Michelle Seven is here. And, is that uh, your real last name? That is my real last name. Because it sounds so inauthentic. I mean, it, Porn like a, star? Yeah, well, I, <laughs> I, I, I hadn't thought of that, but uh, I'll go for it. <laughs> So Michelle uh, is one of my heroes because she has had the courage to uh, not pay the federal criminal gang for the last X number of years, uh, as as I also have uh, have not done. And I, I'm just glad to have uh, other people that are, are in the same boat up here in uh, New Hampshire. I hope that we have more jumping on board soon. This would, this would be a good bandwagon to get people on board. I agree. Freedom is a nice thing. Yeah, and it takes a little bit of risk. Uh, there, there's always a little bit of risk involved, maybe a lot, uh, when you're when you're seeking freedom, because there are certain people out there that don't want you to have it. So we will talk to you about uh, whatever is on your mind. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Now Michelle is also, I believe, a self described Christian, but you're not the uh, the kind of Christian that, well, is the say Pharisee kind of Christian. Uh, Mark, how would you describe one of those uh, Pharisee types? Well, uh, Jesus described them as people who go out in the uh, the, the, the town square and, and pray so that everybody can see them. Uh, they make sure when they give money that everybody can everybody knows. They're they're constantly uh, talking about the law and and what's important uh, about following the rules and their relationship with God isn't really what it's supposed to be. They're the kinds of people who are eager to get behind the state in its enforcement of whatever it is their code of morality might happen to be. Whereas uh, if they were real Christians, it would seem to be they'd be trying to emulate their idol, uh, you know, Christ. And uh, instead, they're advocating to throw people in cages and, and hurt people and start wars and, and kill people around the world. You're not one of those Christians, are you? I wouldn't say that I'm one of those Christians. I sadly agree that there are a lot of people who, in the name of Jesus Christ and Christianity, not just now, but for centuries, have been crusading to... Uh, to fight and beat the world into submission to God, but um, that goes against all the principles that Jesus himself taught, which is that the relationship has to be by choice. And the only way you can exercise choice is if you're a free human being that can accept the consequences for their behavior. So you were uh, at the Porcupine Freedom Festival this year, which was just an amazing event, and you were very busy behind the scenes putting things together. <laughs> She's smiling quite a bit here. You are busy uh, putting things together behind the scenes there and, and doing a great job. Uh, you worked, uh, worked with the CD Evolution Fund to put together a fundraiser, which was incredibly successful. We raised, I think, $1,500, I think. 
It was good. Yeah, yeah it was great. More than uh, more than I expected. I think more than everybody expected, uh, which was Went fantastic. Well. And uh, you were also one of the contestants in the uh, the stripper uh, contest or the. Wasn't oh, a stripper contest. Please. There was no contest there. We just I mean, <laughs> It was pole dancing. It's not strippers. pole dancing, that's yes. true. Pole dancing. No one took their clothing off. I did. All of it? No. Oh. No, 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 but I got down to like a bathing suit top and bottom that there you go. people as I undressed from my ladybug costume, fairy costume, it appeared that people were thinking that I might go all the way. How could how could a Christian woman take part? In a pole dancing contest, doesn't that seem very un unchristian? What's, what's unchristian about dancing on a pole? I don't know. One could say that uh, that it was immoral. And you were dancing with your daughter to uh, to top that off. I mean, I know. What would Jesus think? I know. Jesus would be there, wanting to know why I was continuously using my right arm and not exercising my left too, because it's important to you know. Because it's exercise. Yeah. The, uh, the that was. Dance. Did you see it? I did. I saw a video. Oh I wasn't there in person. <laughs> it's acrobatic. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, there was just this tiny little um, area around the base of the pole, which was only about, um, you know, one foot by one foot. And so it's not like we were, you know, crawling around on the floor doing these sexy little stripper moves. Mm-hmm. It was more like acrobat on acrobatics on, on a, a vertical pole as opposed to a horizontal pole. So I don't know if you watch the Olympics, but I was dressed no more scantily than any of the little gymnasts that are 13 years old and under the age of what is popularly considered consent. Mm. So there you go. It's plenty, plenty for me. Speaking of, <laughs> I, I don't think that God has a problem with uh, people in their birthday suits either. Speaking of uh, 13-year-old girls, I actually have a story in relation to that here. And uh, as a mom of a teenage uh, daughter and a couple of teenage boys, you might find this interesting. Uh, The story from DenverPost.com, Salt Lake City, where Utah Supreme Court justices acknowledged Tuesday they were struggling to wrap their minds around the concept that a 13-year-old girl could both be an offender and a victim for the same act. In this case, you guessed it. Having consensual sex with her 12-year-old boyfriend. I do believe I remember this story. I think so. Well, it's, it's hard, Mark, to remember all these because a bunch, a of, bunch them, of kids that yeah. have been targeted for uh, child porn and uh, sex offender charges for having consensual uh, activities with one another. The Ogden, Utah girl was put in this odd position because she was found guilty of violating a state law that prohibits sex with someone under the age of 14. She also was the victim in the case against her boyfriend, who was found guilty of the same violation by engaging in sexual activity with her. The only thing that comes close to this is dueling, said Associate Chief Justice Michael Wilkins, noting that the two people who take 20 paces and then shoot could be considered both victim and offender. Of course, people are also consenting to a duel as well. Uh, nonetheless. And Chief Justice Christine Durham wondered if the state legislature had intended the peculiar consequence that a child would have the simultaneous status of a protected person and an alleged perpetrator under the law. You know, I I think that I I think that it is the judicial's uh, role in this case to ferret out what is the meaning of this law or at the very at at the very least send it back to the legislature say hey look you know you wrote this wrong Um, you know i mean there's two kids here uh and you know the way you've written this thing makes them both victims and both perpetrators and that's wrong 
Uh, right. So the comments came in oral arguments on a motion asking the high court to overturn the finding of delinquency, the legal term in juvenile court for a conviction against ZC, who became pregnant after she and her boyfriend engaged in sex in October of 20, uh, 2003. State authorities filed delinquency petitions in July of 2004, alleging that each had committed sexual abuse of a child and second degree fe- a second-degree felony if committed by an adult. The girl appealed the petition, saying her constitutional right to be treated equally under the law had been violated. Her motion noted that for juveniles who are 16 and 17, having sex with others in their own age group does not qualify as a crime. Juveniles who are 14 or 15 and have sex with peers can be charged with unlawful conduct with a minor, but the law provides for mitigation when the age difference is less than four years, making the offense a misdemeanor. For adolescents under 14, though, there are no exceptions or mitigation, and they are never considered capable of consenting to sex. A juvenile court judge denied the motion by ZC, who then admitted to the offense while preserving her right to appeal to a higher court. The boy did not appeal. Utah's Court of Appeals last December upheld the judge's refusal to dismiss, saying the law's rigorous protections for younger minors include protecting them for each other. Right. <laughs> Thanks for all that protection, ZC Your Honor. then appealed to the uh, Supreme Court of Utah. At Tuesday's arguments, an assistant attorney, attorney genital argued the prosecution of the girl was not unreasonable. He said the statute in question... There's nothing unreasonable about charging this girl and having her be the victim at the same time. She says it's designed to prevent sex with children who are 13 and How younger. How is it designed to do that? It's a good thing Mary, Jesus' mother, wasn't born in 1997. I think she was, yeah, I think she was like 13, too. 13. Well, yeah, but she didn't get knocked up by anybody, right? Except for (laughs) God Almighty. Let's charge God. Right. (laughs) Put him in jail. 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. More on this case with your thoughts. Uh, Certainly welcome or bring up anything. 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. Have you ever wished that you could buy, sell, and trade in silver in your community? Dell Valley Silver has a no-cost turnkey setup for you. You recruit six to eight businesses in your area to accept Dell Valley Silver rounds as barter currency, and your wish is granted. You get paid, and you promote the use of real money. This isn't like so many other silver currency setups where it's really just a system to sell high-priced rounds. It's a free market system based on Austrian economics. DellValleySilver.com. DellValleySilver.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 1-800-259-9231, and you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site free, so head over there, enjoy those on us. And those free features include everything, including our shrine, uh, which is the dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send in their validated photo or video showing they are listeners of this program. Shrine.freetalklive.com will get you to it. That's shrine.freetalklive.com. Ian, it's the return of Totasac. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. I was worried their website was down for a little while. Something well, happened. They, uh, well, actually... <laughs> Best I've got. People it is, were asking me well, what's they, happened. Somehow or another, somebody owned the website. You know, they owned it through some company mm-hmm. that somehow or another they lost the uh, the ownership oh, of it. Man. They'll get it returned to them. They've actually got a deal penned for the uh, totasac.com. But until then, they've got like totasac.us and totasac.net and like totasac.everything else. Um, so you can go to totasac.us and uh, order the, the um, order there if you'd like. Totasac. What's the totasac? Totasac is a retail gro- uh, grocery bag carrier. I was just using mine yesterday. I have a pair of them in the in the element. 
And I lost one of mine. I'm very upset. You need another one? I do. I'll get you. Get yeah. you another one. And so it it handles a heck of a lot more than you can. You can't carry as many bags um, in your hands, on your arms, as Totosec can. You can't do it nearly as e- conveniently. Also, with the Totosec, you can do a little twist, and it holds all the bags together in the back of the uh, uh, the vehicle. It's it's a convenient product. That's the one-trip wonder for hauling goods from your vehicle to your home. It's now available for fundraisers, uh, small independent resellers, general merchandise. Visit Totosec.us on the net. And uh, you can write them there and email. If you wish uh, to purchase, you can click through and uh, get a couple or a family pack. Wholesale orders are welcome with generous discounts. It's the original green thing. It's been available since 1997. And uh, just go to us. And we, we're going to be doing some giveaways. So uh, if, you, if you'd like, we'll, uh, we'll do one tonight. Toll-free number here, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. We're going to get to your phone calls here shortly. But just a few more details on what's happening in Utah, where the case regarding the 13-year-old girl who's now, I don't know, she's probably uh, 20 at this point. Older than that. Uh, 13-year-old girl who had sex with her 12-year-old boyfriend. I don't think it was that long ago, Ian. 2003. Okay. That's when the actual sex act occurred. Um, we probably heard about it later as it was snaking its way through the court system. Yeah, that's probably right. So now it's at the Supreme Court level in Utah where she is uh, – she's a criminal. She's uh, an offender and a victim apparently. She's been charged uh, – found guilty does, of violating – Does her vis- victim's advocate represent her in court? That's a good question. Uh, she was found as uh, guilty of violating a state law that prohibits sex with someone under the age of 14. And according to the law, there is never an exception – or mitigation for anybody that violates that particular statute. How could there be? These 14-year-olds cannot make cons- have consent to have sex, so therefore they must prosecute them if they choose to. Are they still together, and did she have the baby? Oh, that's a good question. I am not clear on that. I don't believe this information has that, or this, car- this particular article has that information. Um, because remember the teacher who had the had sex with the thirteen year old Mary Kay Letourneau. Right, they're still together. And, right. Yeah, she, he waited for her as she was in jail, Bizarre and they got back together that after is. that. <laughs> uh, juvenile court judge denied the motion by ZC. That's the uh, young lady in the case who then admitted to the offense and appealed to a higher court. The Utah appeals court upheld the refusal to dismiss, saying that. Uh, the, uh, that the rigorous protections for younger minors included protecting them from, I think it says, it says four here, but I think they mean from each other. At Tuesday's arguments, Matthew... But this is, that's what's so silly here, is how is this law actually protecting anyone? 13-year-olds, if they can't... Well, make, don't you know they're they supposed to read the law? If they sex, then how can you, uh, you know, prosecute them for choosing to do it? Because they can't consent to the consenting of sex, Right. You're using too much logic here, Mark. The kids should have just read every if single law. If they don't know of the enough books. to make to choose to make to have sex, then they don't know enough to to choose not to. They should have known enough to read every single criminal uh, code in the United in the Utah statute books, so they would have known that this was an illegal act that they were going to perform. And had they known that it was an illegal act that they were going to perform, and ignorance of the law is no excuse. Had they known, then they wouldn't have done it because they would have been scared of going to jail and and being labeled as a sex offender for the rest of their lives. So, so they Michelle. should have just read every single. A Does bit she of get code. conjugal visits? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Michelle, I think you would agree with me that this is too young for for kids to have sex, right? I think that that age is too young for kids to have sex. I was very young the first time 
second, third, whatever that I it's had It's a lot sex. easier for girls to make uh, cho- these choices, by the way, than guys. Because I would have had sex as early as 11 or 12 if I'd have had the option. <laughs> but nobody was consenting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> well, I mean, come on. It's the, it, it's the role of every male. You just blossomed late. Well, this, it's not about blossoming. It's about having uh, somebody who's consenting. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, just a bit more here. Matthew Bates, the assistant attorney general, said it wasn't unreasonable to prosecute the girl. He said the statute in question is designed to prevent the sex with uh, children who are 13 and younger. By passing that law, legislators were sending a message, he said. <laughs> sex with or among children is unacceptable. Randall Richards, the girl's attorney, argued that prosecuting children under a law meant to protect them is illogical. He said a child victim cannot also be a perpetrator in the exact same act. And so we will see what the Utah Supreme Court has to say on the matter when they decide to rule. But I can't say that I, <laughs> I can't say that I feel like they're going to come back with anything good. But who knows? We shall uh, we shall see. And if we if we do learn about it, we'll certainly bring it to you. But it's really this is just a case that just underlines the absurdity of the just the insanity of these government laws. The idea that that in any way, shape, or form that this is protecting young people is pretty absurd. It's pretty ludicrous. Now, um, my uh, my ex girlfriend uh, Michelle, she I think first engaged in her first sex acts when she was thirteen years old, and and I can't see how her life would be any better had she been charged with some sort of criminal act. I mean, whether you think it's appropriate or not for a thirteen year old right. girl to be engaged, maybe her in life these would things. be better, or uh, you know, maybe it would be better if she hadn't chosen to have sex at 13 but we out here in the real world don't get to make that decision for people it doesn't work i'm adamantly against the state being involved in people's sex and personal lives regarding family and parenting and um, your personal your body so whether Absolutely. it's marriage or or um you know child parent relationships or your own just your personal body i'm against it 100 percent completely Whose business is it? And it's just so uh, it's so intrusive and so obnoxious. And people are going to make mistakes regardless of what the law says. Clearly, not like anybody even knows what the law says. I mean, who really could well, in read Utah, that crap? And you, I mean, realize that this is taking place in Utah, yeah. where you can have more than one. Mm. Wife. I don't yeah. think you can anymore. What you? Well, yeah. I lived there for nine months, and there were lots of people in my daughter's fifth grade class that had more than one mommy I th- I th- and, I think and a dad hide it i would i don't know i don't have i need a utah lawyer in here the church but... doesn't doesn't um support it yeah. but they it's not legally condoned huh. condemned it's condemned. not illegal is correct saying. thank you toll free number 800-259-9231 you can bring up whatever's on your mind uh, maybe you've got some thoughts on the age of consent and or what your story was uh, when you were younger and, and how your life would not have been made any better by getting the state involved and them bringing charges against the people that were involved in having sex with one another. This is Free Talk Live. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Sign up at hostgator.freetalklive.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at hostgator.freetalklive.com host you.
is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Just dial in toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you the features free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that is freetalklive.com, and uh, those features include our news updates. You get signed up. We'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. Go to news freetalklive.com. Get on the various different uh, updates lists that we have there. There's the email delivery system. There's also Twitter and Facebook. So head over to news.freetalklive.com. We've been talking about young kids here. So how soon do you want to start teaching your uh, child about the ideas of liberty? I figured I couldn't start soon enough. An Island Called Liberty is a picture book for children. And I read it to my son, Jack, all the time. It's kind of like Ayn Rand meets Dr. Seuss. It's simple rhymes, simple story, graceful rhymes, and beautiful illustrations on every page. will make it one of any child's favorites. Go to freemarketunderdog.com, see some samples, and order today. 10% discount for listeners of Free Talk Live with coupon code FTL. An Island Called Liberty at freemarketunderdog.com. All right. Joining you in studio tonight, it is Ian. Michelle. And Mark. To the phones and the fun, let's talk to G down in Savannah, Georgia. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, G. Hey, how you guys doing? Hey, G. Doing great. What's on your mind tonight? Oh, I was just going to let you guys know, um, I'm actually not in Savannah. don't plan to go back there. I'm close enough to be safe and close enough for when she gets out, she'll be here. But she was um, released on time served at 2 o'clock. She hasn't got out yet because... Who are you talking about, G? Mama Allie. I I know that, but... How are you, Michelle? Hi, G. It was a good question, Michelle. I was going to ask that one myself. Uh, so you are talking about Mama Allie, who is another one of my heroes, uh, running an underground uh, business, uh, providing food for people 24-7 uh, down there in Savannah. She had made the move up to, uh, to here to uh, New Hampshire uh, unfortunately, was under, uh, I guess, a, a private bond, and they sent some uh, bounty hunters after her. They got her. They put her back in uh, in, in jail. And what, I guess we thought it was going to be an arraignment today, but it sounded sounds to me like it was a trial. If she was given time served, that means that, she, that was today yeah, was a trial, all, right? All it was was traffic tickets. So they gave her time served, but she's still there because, as we like to call it, Cheatham County, they, they're usually pretty busy, and they don't get paid anymore to let people out, so... They'll walk around and make sure that they get enough water while they're sitting down, you know. And so she's still not out, but she uh, she is. So wait a minute. Out, so she's the, so she's getting out. It just take it just takes them all day in order to because yeah, her hearing yeah, was then, this morning. Then they, have, then they have shift changes. Yeah, her, no, her hearing was at one thirty. Well, uh, you know the bureaucrats could the bureaucrats could pull. The bureaucrats could pull a muscle uh, letting her out too quickly, so it's important oh, yeah. that the union doesn't the want them to, uh, to do anything strenuous. Yeah, and the way they see us, and we've not exactly shied away from telling them who they are and what they are, they don't get to no hurry with us. They just kind of, you know, they'll ignore us and stuff. And then on a little bit more of a positive note, I guess, tonight I know that there's been stuff on the Internet about me stealing our van that was we, – we purchased all the vehicles we own, but since we don't – carry ID and don't have licenses, we put them in her brother's name. So I drove last night from where I was at to where I am now and was talking to somebody on the computer. They got where I was at, and they sent the um, Jasper County Sheriff's here. And I actually met a cop today, and people know I have the Cop Fails Facebook on Facebook. They know I'm not the biggest fan of cops, but I met a cop today that was a real person, and it really moved me. I there. I told him he should move nice. to New Hampshire and be a cop up there. There is hope. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this guy 
pretty much took me to jail, but listened to the story and said, yes, legally you stole the vehicle, but the people that wrote the report up messed up, too. They didn't include me in it, so the vehicle was the only thing they were looking for. They took the vehicle, which that's material possession, no big deal. So why why did the uh, why did the car end up stolen if you had purchased it and uh, had put it in your brother's name? How did that happen? See, me and me and Amanda don't have or Mama Allie, sorry, we don't have driver's license, right? But we have the the resources to have vehicles. Well, in order to keep people from finding us and to be able to tag them and put license plates on them, we put them in her brother's name because he is legal. Mm-hmm. So then, when she left, I took the van that they came and got today and went to be with my family to make sure they weren't, you know, out in the wilderness, basically. And they've been looking for me ever since. They found me today, and the cop listened to the story and said, you know, legally, on paper, yes, you stole this. Ethically, no, you didn't. Did it's somebody... Your re- you paid... It. So your so her brother reported it stolen? Is that the idea? Yeah, he reported it stolen be- um, actually when I was in New Hampshire. Was he upset at you guys for some reason? I mean, why would he Why would he do that? He's the one that, he's the one that put the bond on her. So oh, I see. So uh, he is now responsible for a thousand dollars, and he's never done nothing on his own, not to ch- not to change the the view or nothing. But without her, he wouldn't be here right now. He wouldn't be where he's at. And not that she doesn't own that money and he owes it to the bonds person. I'm not trying to say that, but that's why he turned around and did what he did. Reported our vehicles, which legally they were his vehicles, stolen. And then, like I said, the officer listened to it, and he he. He gotcha. could have arrested me for being in possession of a stolen vehicle. But he didn't. Because they didn't put my name on it. No, he didn't. Because he said, you know what, legally you did steal it, but ethically you did not. So now and Mama Ellie is getting out, uh, as you say, hopefully within hopefully within you know a few hours. Uh, she's getting out of jail. People with... are there to pick her up because I won't go into the jail no more. I won't right. go nowhere near that complex. Um, the people, our friends that are picking them up, they were there at 5 o'clock because she said... She thought she'd be out around five because they have court from one to four, and then they go back to get processed. They take all the prisoners that day, and then they bring them all back. Yeah, and it, this can take hours. I mean, five. processing yeah, can well, be. They told, her, they, told, they told our friends it could be till midnight. So, so when she gets out, how many other charges? I'm sorry, gee, isn't she uh, facing some other charges later down the line, or is she completely nope. clear of all everything now? Everything's dropped. The, really? The thing that Good for her. The cop with the video. The thing with the video, with the cop and everything. Yeah, where the cop beat the where the cop beat the crap yeah. out of her because she dared bring a video camera near them. Yep, that that magically the two counts of obstruction and a battery on a police officer, and there was another charge. Those magically disappeared. That's there. great news. No longer. Oh yeah, for sure. Yep. Fantastic. And then uh, you are fa- are you still facing uh, a charge, Gene? Uh, I have a contempt of court. Yes, I have to be in. My arraignment's the twenty second. So. Okay. Well, I hope that uh, y'all are still planning on making a, a trip back up here to uh, to New Hampshire and escaping the South oh, yeah, at some point. That, we still have stuff there, so I had to leave some of the stuff there because when all that stuff happened, um, I had to leave our trailer with some of our cooking equipment and stuff. So Good. We're, we're, we'll be back up there. We're going to take a week off at least and just kind of disappear. <laughs> And cool. Well, I'm glad to hear that things are, are working out. Uh, hopefully that uh, the contempt of court thing will go pretty uh, pretty smoothly for you. And then after that, uh, we'll see you back up here and you guys can get back out into the yeah, uh, the I activism community. To, uh, put, the, put the officer's name out there today, too. Like I said, I'm not usually one that is on the side of them, but he was a real person. You know, he wasn't just a badge standing there, you know, thinking he's bad and he knows everything about everything. 
His name, he didn't give me his name. It just says S. Ashby with the Jasper County Sheriff's Department in South Carolina. Well, it's good to know so, there are some uh, still some semi-good yeah, guys uh, out there. Thanks, G. With everything G. that's been going on lately, it was, it was awesome. It was a re- refreshing so, change, I'm sure, and I thank you for the call tonight. Glad that uh, Mama Allie's all right. Look forward to hearing from her, and thanks, uh, thanks for the update. Appreciate it. Yeah, if she gets help before you guys are off, I'll... Uh, I'll Put it on for you Fantastic. Guys, so. Gee, have a great night, and uh, I hope you have a, a happy reunion with uh, with her as well. That's uh, Gee from the Savannah Last Biscuit at uh, 800-259-9231. Again, uh, some great entrepreneurs, uh, he and uh, Mama Allie, creating a underground food delivery service down in Savannah that operated pretty much unmolested for the most part by the police for the, the greater portion of two years until Mama Allie got the activist bug and decided to um, you know, start carrying a video camera around with her. And then- Which just goes to show, by the way, um, and th- th- I think people realize this innately, that if you, um, if you break the law and the cops really don't care, it's, you know, it's not going to be any big deal. But if you confront the cops on things that they're doing that are wrong, because she was, all she did was videotape a police officer. You become an enemy of the state. That's when you're an enemy of the state. And the suggestion the suggestion that they're just there to enforce the law, I'm sorry. I, I, I've stopped believing that a long time ago. Toll-free number here, 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever's on your mind. This is Free Talk Live. And coming up, the insane clown posse has come out. We'll explain. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever is on your mind. Dial in toll-free. Take control of the airwaves, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can enjoy our website. Enjoy the features there for free. Main feature of the site actually allows you, the listener, to control the content. Stuff you see there in the main uh, column of the site was all created by listeners like you. You, As you're surfing around the web, you find something you want to share with our listeners, you just submit it to the freetalklive.com website, and other listeners will then vote as to whether or not they like your suggestion or uh, whether they dislike it. And uh, the most liked will make it to the front page and the top of the website over at freetalklive.com. Plus, you can listen in uh, via our listening options like broadband and dial-up streams, plus uh, our listen lines that allow you to call in from any phone that can dial long distance and listen to Free Talk Live around the clock at listen.freetalklive.com. Get the details and get tuned in over there. That's listen.freetalklive.com. And those are brought to you by qualityrental.com. That's right. Quality Rental, uh, the, the principal over there, Jim Frechette, is a big supporter of Free Talk Live. He uh, owns Quality Rental in Rhode Island. If you're having a, an event, whether it's a party or wedding, barbecue, church gathering, anything that's going on in southern New England, check out their website at qualityrental.com. They can serve your needs. Qualityrental.com. All right, 800-259-9231. Let's go continue here with your phone calls. Jeremy is in Alaska. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Michelle, and Mark. Hey, Ian, Michelle, and Mark. Long time no here, huh? How you been, Jeremy? Hi. Hey, what's on your mind tonight, Jeremy? Oh, I was just wondering about the uh, Joe Miller ad on your uh, on your website. Who? There's a Joe Miller ad on your website. On my website? 
I would yeah, hope the, I would know about this. Can you jog my memory a little bit? Uh, where where is this? Well, this uh, it's on the. It comes on before you uh, get to watch the cam. Oh. Watching, uh, Ustream, and I, right? And uh, watching, our cam provider uh, had, puts ads in there, so I don't know. I don't know what they're advertising. What What about it? Well, I just wondered if y'all were allowing him to, you know, advertise there because of the free market, or if you guys were endorsing him. I know he's probably not the, you know, uh, Ian and Mark and everybody out there's type candidate, but I think he's better than a lot of candidates. I've out never, there. honestly, not, I've never heard of him. I doubt, uh, you know, we would want to have anything to do with him or we didn't know anything about him. <laughs> we we did not consciously make what? that decision, uh, no, Jeremy. That's, that's but I do understand choosing to, to make, you know, you, you you look at the candidates out there, you say, well, this one's better than that one, and, and so you decide to put your, your vote behind him. And I have I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Uh, but it's not us. That's not our ad. That's not, uh, Mark, you didn't sell that. That's not a free talk live ad. That's Ustream.tv. That's the provider of the video streaming service, that they're the ones that put that there. Well, he's a he's a Tea Party candidate running for U.S. Senate in Alaska, and I've been campaigning for him up here and everything. And I just wanted to say, I guess I, I don't need to thank you all, but thank the stream people for me. <laughs> okay, well there there you go. In fact, I bet you that uh, you're probably one of the only people that actually saw that. I'd imagine Ustream is targeting those ads. Uh, if he's only probably. running a campaign in Alaska, they probably know where you live and uh, are targeting you. IP address. Yep, yep, yeah. exactly right. So I hope that clears it up. Anything else you want to share tonight? No, just uh, it's good to be able to listen to you guys again today. I uh, hope you've been doing well. I haven't been able to listen lately. I've been working a lot. Well, you know where to find us when you're ready for us, and I thank you for the call tonight. I certainly appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. It's, it's hard to listen to 21 hours of uh, live radio every single week. I mean, Free Talk Live is live three hours a night, seven nights a week. We had She Talk Live on last night for the Sunday edition, and... Things got a little tipsy in the studio, from uh, from what I understand. Well, that's not legal on the radio. <laughs> Fortunately, it was a podcast. You know, if you listen, if you if you sit at a computer or something um, all day long, you can listen. Uh, you know, or there's there's jobs where you can listen to 21 hours of content a week. Yeah, some people can, sure. And I think podcasts are generally better for those people than uh, than the radio. But uh, you know, some people um, some people prefer the radio. I like to get those those things live. I I know the feeling, but I generally tune in to and out to the shows. I know what times the shows that I like to listen to are on and when I get in the car or I happen to have a radio nearby working mm-hmm. in the yard or something like that I'll I'll say oh well this is what I want to listen to that's on currently but I don't necessarily listen to the shows from start to finish toll free number here tonight 800-259-9231 Michelle are you much of a, a radio listener at all or are you more of like CDs podcasts what, oh what gosh well i haven't had a television for 13 years wow Not, so you don't even you have you have no ability to watch like a, a dvd or anything like that on this little oh you've got your computer <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so no i haven't had one of those um that's great and as far as like radio or whatever i'm not real tech savvy you know as as george thank you george today so that i don't know the geek speak thingy or mm-hmm. whatever so <laughs> i mean i can turn it on i can t- i like typewriters no way really i like typewriters do you have a typewriter I, I, in storage i do and wow. i would prefer to listen to lps <laughs> not even i wouldn't even say vinyl uh-huh. i would say lps record wow you are old school i'm now, old school a typewriter for real like you you prefer a typewriter over a word processor 
Well, I write, and there's something about the click, 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 mm-hmm. click, click thing that I dig for like creative purposes or letter writing. I still send mail snail mail too. Wow, scented. <laughs> <laughs> Which Mike Tyner really appreciated from jail. <laughs> he was in jail. Oh man! All of your letters are scented. <laughs> so you're not generally. Well, the ones that you got were they? I I got letters. <laughs> I haven't been in jail. <laughs> no, you didn't get any letters. So um, would you describe? I mean, you're obviously not a luddite. I mean, you're, you're not opposed to technology. You, you're sitting with a laptop in front of you right now. Right. I just don't think that I have in the past had adequate time to keep up on it properly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was busy. I was a single mom, homeschooling kids, working from home. It required, it's a lot to keep up on. It is. And so, I mean, I have this ridiculous BlackBerry. I don't know how to use the functions. It's stupid for me to have this. I need to have a walkie-talkie. <laughs> I need to have a styrofoam, two styrofoam cups with a string in between. <laughs> Toll-free number tonight, 800-259-9231. You can bring up anything. Ed is on the line in D.C. with Ian, Michelle, and Mark with Free Talk Live. Hello, Ed. Hey, guys. How are y'all tonight? Hey, what's on your mind tonight, Ed? Uh, it's just such a pleasure to have Miss Seven in the studio with you guys. Indeed. Are you feeling better, Ed? You sounded pretty sick yesterday. Um, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit better. I'm still pretty under. Pretty Did he call in last, to last night's show or something or what? No, Ed Dickey, who's, you know, doing the Civil Disobedience Evolution fundraiser New Year's Eve bash. You don't know about that? I think I've heard something about it. That's him on the phone. Ed, you're in D.C. How are you going to do a a bash for uh, the Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund if you're in D.C.? Well, I've got some friends in New York that have helped me out a little bit. Um, And that's why I was calling, actually. I wanted to let the listeners know about it. Um, They can go to... uh, New Year's Eve LibertyBash.com and uh, they can purchase a ticket there. Uh, and uh, all the proceeds are going to go to Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund and wow. to Liberty on Tour, also to Pete and Adam. That's fantastic. What was the inspiration uh, behind this event? It's in New York, New York City? Uh, yeah, it's going to be in Manhattan. It's at a uh, bar called Jake's Dilemma. And the inspiration is Liberty on Tour and uh, the idea of uh, Civil Disobedience Evolution Fund. I think it's a fantastic idea. Once I found out about it, I, I uh, just uh, wanted to get behind it, and, uh, and, and that's it. So I thought, you know, I'm going to throw a big bash, a New Year's bash, for uh, all my liberty-minded friends and turn it into a benefit. I think that's fantastic, and I, I'm glad to hear that we've got you know, such great self-starters and, and people out there that know how to get things put together and organized and but i must i must be i'm curious ed i mean uh, you live in dc so why is it that the uh, new hampshire based civil disobedience evolution fund which is specifically designed to support new hampshire based uh, disobedient activists why is it that's so uh, so interesting or attractive uh, to you and yeah, that you do it in manhattan are you planning on moving to new hampshire uh, i actually am i'm a friend of the free state project um i'm trying to move up there within the next Two years is basically oh. my plan. M7 keeps on pushing me. She wants me up there now, but but uh, I, I'm just not. That's just not going to be feasible. Well, it'll be a good it's, thing. It'll be, it'll be exciting, I'm sure, to get out of uh, Washington D.C. Having visited there a couple of times, I've about had my fill of it, and uh, it's great up here. And have you had a chance to visit uh, New Hampshire yet? I sure did. Um, in fact, I met you guys um, up at the uh, Porcupine Festival. Way to step in it, Ian. Good job. 
Oh, I'm sorry. I don't remember everybody I meet. I'm sure you'll uh, sure you understand that. Um, but uh, very cool. I'm glad that uh, that you were able to come up here and experience that. So, what what was that? Uh, what was that was most interesting about it all for you? Besides me, uh, <laughs> <laughs> gentlemen, if you think she's vain, she's 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 uh, she's worth what she's talking about. She was definitely a pleasure to hang out with. Um, and that's what it was. I mean, that was the best thing was uh, just meeting all the liberty-minded people, seeing people uh, buying and selling with silver, uh, people exercising their Second Amendment. Yeah, it was an amazing time. Well, uh, where can folks go to learn more about your event, Ed? Uh, again, it's New Year's Eve LibertyBash.com. New Year's Eve LibertyBash.com. Go there, and if you're going to be near New York City, New Year's Eve, this is the place to go. Uh, thanks for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. Hour two's up next. It's Free Talk Live. How long can you hold your breath? <sighs> Not long. After air, water is the most critical factor for life. There are dozens of toxic substances in tap water, even pharmaceutical drugs that city processing can't remove. Sadly, most bottled water isn't much better. The chemicals in the bottles themselves are a serious health concern and a huge environmental problem. Filtering your own drinking water is the logical answer. You'll have a much better quality of water and save a bunch of money, too. Aquasana filters are thorough and more affordable per gallon than even pitcher-type filters. Aquasana is consistently voted the best choice by Consumers Digest. The filters are easy to use and install. Call 866-NO-BOTTLE to order or link online through freetalklive.com. If you'd like a 20% discount, and who wouldn't, when ordering online, use the discount code FTL. Again, that's FTL. Or call toll-free 866-NO-BOTTLE and tell them we sent you to get a great discount on all Aquasana products. Drink smart. 1-866-NO-BOTTLE. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Joining you in studio tonight, it's Ian. And Michelle. And Mark. And you're invited to uh, visit our website, freetalklive.com. You will find a bunch of stuff there, and it's all free for you. So head over there, freetalklive.com, get interactive, and enjoy. We go to the phones and the fun unscreen caller. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Michelle, and Mark. Hello there. Hey, Ian. It's G again. Hey, uh, G. Uh, normally, we only uh, allow one call per night. Uh, I don't know if you were aware of that rule. So, uh, is, What happened? Is there good news, or what's up? No, um, the people went in to find out when she's getting out, and now they're telling them that she's not even in the computer to get out tonight. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if I had something to do with the holidays. They didn't put the, this stuff through. I'm gonna I'm gonna call up there, and I was gonna give the number if anybody else wants to call. Who knows? Yeah, uh, you're you're welcome too. I don't know if that'll help uh, help things. But it's hard for people to write telephone numbers down on the radio, but uh, it, probably your Facebook page is the best place to go. But yeah, go I would get the yeah, that's what I was gonna do. That's what I'm gonna do. I'll just put it up there. Yeah, folks can but go to uh, Keen Last Biscuit and Savannah Last Biscuit on Facebook and uh, pull that information yeah, up. Yeah, we, we can't get into our Savannah Last Biscuit. That's oh, the last time okay. we both got arrested. We're, we're not able to get in there. So, so then Keen Last Biscuit is where you'll post that number then. Or mine on G Last Biscuit. All right, G, we got to let you go. One call per night. Thank you, sir. Okay. Appreciate it. Thanks. 800-259-9231. Uh, made an exception there because, well. 
It's not like it's, a, it's in not, jail. It's not like it's a, a rule that people know about too, uh, too much. No, either. that's true. That's true. We don't normally have to uh, you don't enforce normally it. Screen, uh, you know, take an unscreen call. That's true. So uh, toll free number here eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. A bizarre story out of the Guardian in the UK about a. Well, I don't know if you call them a band. I don't know if they. Is a rap group, I guess, would be an accurate term. ICP, the Insane Clown Posse. I think it's particularly Are interesting. They English? Nope, not no. at all. I thought they were like from the southern United of, States. Yeah, a couple American kids. Okay, uh, I guess they're not kids anymore. They're in their late thirties at this point. Um, but they, well, when you're a rock and roller, you want to pretend like you're a kid as long as possible. Well, uh, they are. Apparently, they've been been pretending like they're something else for a long time, and that's what the big news is here about the Insane Clown Posse, a, uh, a rap group known for their violent lyrics and misogynistic and all of that. Uh, I mean, it is rap, and a lot of rap has that stuff. Um, but these guys are incredibly explicit. Frequently, uh, they're they're labeled as uh, talentless hacks, and uh, I don't know. I've never heard the their stuff. I I've, I've I think I've seen some stuff on YouTube, but I've just heard about them over the years. That's mm-hmm. all. I mean, I, I've known people who have been into them, um, but I don't really know anything about them. And, and Michelle uh, is here with us tonight. Michelle Seven, who is a Christian, as we discussed last hour, Insane Clown Posse has come out now as Christians. After having a 20-year career publishing music that focuses on violence and very not-so-Christ-like behavior here. So let me jump into this from The Guardian. We'll get, uh, get your thoughts and certainly want to hear uh, from Michelle on this as well. Milwaukee, a bad and quite eerie part of town. This happens to be the very block where the serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer murdered and ate 17 people in the 1980s. Now from all around, thousands of young men and women wearing scary clown face paint are descending upon a disused indoor swimming pool that has been transformed into a music venue. They are Juggalos, fans of Violent J and Shaggy to Dope, the rap duo known as the Insane Clown Posse. At first glance, it might not be obvious why I'm so excited about meeting them. You might dismiss them as just unbelievably misogynist and aggressive. And it's true that their lyrics are indeed incredibly offensive. Take, for instance, at random, and he's now citing a a bit of their lyrics here, which I'll have to censor a little bit. I'm hating sluts. Shoot them in the face. Step back and itch my nuts. Unless I'm in the sack, because I'll F so hard, it'll break their back. Just a little clip from... uh, Classy. The insane wow. posse. I'm impressed. Christians. With that. Now they've come out here. Uh, ICP have been going for 20 years, always wearing clown makeup, which looks slightly lumpy because it's painted over their goatees. They've been banned from performing in various cities where juggalos have been implicated in murders and gang violence. ICP have a fearsome reputation fostered by news reports showing teenagers in juggalo t shirts arrested for stabbing strangers and lyrics like barrels in your mouth. Bullets to your head, the back of your necks all over the shed. Boom, shaka, boom, chop, chop, bang. All of which made Violent J's announcement a few years ago really quite astonishing. Insane Clown Posse have the entire time secretly been evangelical Christians. What? They've only been pretending to be brutal and uh, sadistic to trick their fans into believing in God. How is that? Uh, how has this been working? Because it doesn't seem like it's uh, it doesn't seem like it's a good plan. They released a song, "Thy Unveiling," that spelt out the revelation beyond all doubt. F it, we got to tell. All secrets will now be told. No more hidden messages. Truth is, we follow God. All in caps. We've always been behind him. The carnival is God, and may all juggalos find him. We're not sorry if we tricked you. 
Well, actually, I would have a problem with that reasoning as a Christian uh, because uh, we, I would say that Satan is the father of lies and that trickery and deception are inherently evil. So, so you're saying you don't believe them then? That, that they are really actually Christians, that this may be just another play for uh, some publicity? Perhaps? I would uh, disagree on a theological level. I think that God's pretty pissed if this is true. <laughs> like, you know, um, that this isn't the way you should go about it. Well, yeah, I certainly, you know, on one hand, you mentioned earlier, like the pole dancing and everything, mm-hmm. you know, and there were a lot of people that were very critical of me for doing that, who called themselves Christians and said that, you know, there no Christian woman would, you know, do what I did or whatever. Well, I I wasn't embarrassed by what I did, but then again, I also wasn't using that as a means of leading people to Christ. Right. So mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I mean, if they're if they're saying on one hand that this is what they do for entertaining to entertain people to make a living, but then to turn around and say after the fact that they this was a ploy all along, I. I don't believe it. Yeah, it sounds very disingenuous to me. The claim here is that this happened a couple of years ago, apparently, so it's not like fresh news. They haven't apparently switched back to being non-Christians. They've been Christians ever since. So was it just a ploy to garner some press attention? Because if it was, it did offend a number of their fans. I mean, the, the these guys have had fans, as they're going to point out here, for people are called juggalos. I mean, how many how many bands have names for their fans? I mean, how many uh, how many fans would would identify know. themselves with their bands? You know, people like Aerosmith, they don't call themselves Aerosmithians, yeah, or Arrows you know, or whatever. Yeah, right. They they don't have terms for that. So clearly, this is a group of people that is very very devoted. interested. Yeah, they're yeah. devoted. I wonder also, though, if um, if they're responsible for writing their own lyrics. You know, the music industry they're is pretty really dull. Weird. I mean, from what you're going to hear some of the, the interview here in a little bit, uh, they don't seem like the brightest uh, bulbs in the basket. Mm. And certainly their lyrics aren't, aren't particularly you know, advanced. So, um, <laughs> so let me go on here. The news shook the Juggalo community to its core. While some fans claimed they'd actually had an inkling, having deciphered some of the hidden messages in several songs, others said they, the LSD. they felt deeply betrayed and outraged. They'd been innocently enjoying Back-masking. all those songs about chopping people up and shooting women, and all along it was Christian rock. <laughs> Violent J explained himself unapologetically to a New Jersey newspaper. Quote, you have to speak their language. You have to interest them, gain their trust, talk to them, and show you're one of them. You're a person from the street, and you speak of your experiences. Then at the end, you can tell them, God has helped me. Unquote. Of course, one might argue that 20 years was, under the circumstances, an incredibly long time for them to have pretended to be unholy, and that from a Christian perspective, the harm they did while feigning unholiness may even have outweighed the greater good. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I've come to Milwaukee because ICP have just released their most audacious Christian song to date, Miracles. In it, they list God's wonders that delight them each day. Quote from the song. Yeah, I think I actually did. I heard uh, this. I think I heard this song. Hot lava, snow, rain and fog. Long neck giraffes and pet cats and dogs. Effing rainbows after it rains. Yeah, effing rainbows. I remember. There's enough miracles here to blow your brains. The song climaxes with them railing against the very concept of science. Effing magnets. How do they work? How do magnets work, everybody? (laughs) And I don't want to talk to a scientist. Jesus hates magnets. And I don't want to talk to a scientist. Y'all mother effers lying and getting me pissed. 
So we'll show get, me the money. We'll get back to these uh, <laughs> these boys here in a moment. Shoot some hoes. There's much more to this story here about uh, the insane clown posse coming out claiming to be Christians after a couple decades of writing some of the most violent songs uh, known to mankind. This is Free Talk Live. MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zimpax, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. Quick update. Uh, we are being informed that apparently Mama Ali is not going to be released uh, from jail. Apparently she's being held on other charges. Mm, so okay. it's not over yet. Uh, 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com, and you'll find the features there are completely free, including... Our Shrine of Female listeners, the archives, and more. We give it all away, and the main feature of the site actually allows you to control the content. You can submit whatever you want from around the internet to our website, and then it's aggregated based on your votes. You vote up what you think is pretty interesting, and then the most interesting and most voted up make it to the front page and the top of our website at freetalklive.com. From creating new and old media to political action to civil disobedience and market-based activism, you'll find more pro-liberty activism than you probably have ever imagined possible when you move here to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, learn more at freestateproject.org. That's freestateproject.org. As we continue here, there's a news out of, uh, I guess it's The Guardian in the UK that's doing a very detailed report on the Insane Clown Posse, which is a group, a uh, rap group that has been, well, besmirched in many circles. I've never heard their uh, their music. Mark, apparently you did hear one of their songs. I've heard uh, this song that you were uh, reading previously. Recently, which was one of their Christian songs, because now Insane Clown Posse has come out, I guess, as of a, a few years ago, a couple of years ago, as uh, as Christians. And this after having a career that has been centered around having some of the most offensive, basically putting out songs that are as offensive as they possibly can put out. Misogynistic, violent lyrics. Now saying that all along they've actually been evangelical Christians and they hid uh, pro-Jesus messages, apparently, in their old songs. Now, I don't know much about them. You said you'd seen interviews and that they weren't the brightest bulbs in the box. Uh, this interview is the only thing I've ever seen. Okay. You'll, you'll hear some of what they have to say. And if, if, if they're dum-dums, then I suppose I, I, you know, they, they might be thinking that they're going to trick people into being Christians by talking about blowing sluts' brains out all over the shed or whatever it is. that. That's what they're suggesting here is that right. uh, it's basically reverse psychology or something like that yeah. by, uh, by using this horrible... I'll be using reverse psychology and stuff. Horrible lyrics. Uh, they're they believe they were actually uh, somehow encouraging their listeners to, uh, you know, go to God as uh, a result of the contrast of their lyrics, I suppose. Actually, I'm so I'm reading something about them. Um, so Dark Carnival is is what their mythology is based upon. And it says here that um, it is a concept of the afterlife in which souls are sent to a form of limbo while waiting to be sent to heaven or hell based on their individual actions. So maybe they take themselves to be like a modern day at Dante. <laughs> I don't know. 
We'll get you some more details on what these guys believe. Uh, the According to the story here over at The Guardian, uh, they, let's see. So uh, we're just telling you about some of the lyrics from their song Miracles, where they are listing what they consider God's wonders, including uh, long-necked giraffes, effing rainbows, and effing magnets. Uh, also saying they don't want to talk to scientists, y'all mother effers lying etc. Those scientists, they're lying. 10 p.m. Upstairs, thousands of juggalos are getting drunk in readiness for the show. The atmosphere is riotous and exciting. ICP have a gimmick of throwing gallons of cheap fizzy soda onto the crowd, and many juggalos are crushed into the barrier in the expectation of getting soaked and sticky. Backstage, ICP arrive to meet me. They're wearing their full clown makeup. They refuse to meet journalists without it. And are immediately delightful. They smoke, but considerately blow the smoke away from my face. How nice. Oh, sorry. Let me put that out. That's some BS on my part, says Shaggy to Dope, when he sees me flinch sight, uh, slightly away from it. But they also seem melancholy and preoccupied with the negative critical responses to miracles. Saturday Night Live just parodied it. and blankets, how do they work, says uh, the parody. <laughs> and the internet is filled with amused and sometimes outraged science bloggers dissecting the lyrics. Violent J and Shaggy have been watching them, they tell me, feeling increasingly saddened and irate. Violent J says, A college professor took two days out of her effing life to specifically attack us. Oh yeah, she had it all figured out. One of the ICP road crew locates the video on his iPhone. How much time did this guy spend producing the uh, song where they said that scientists are lying? I don't know. Uh, More than two days, I can tell you that. More than two days out of of their effing lives. (laughs) One of the ICP road crew locates the video on his iPhone, and it is indeed withering. The Miracles video is not only dumb, says the critique, but enthusiastically dumb, endorsing a ferocious breed of ignorance that can only be described as militant. That sounds right to me. The entire song is practically a tribute to not knowing things. (laughs) Violent J says, F you, man. Shut the F up. Did you anticipate this kind of reaction, I asked them? No, sighs Violent J. I figured most people would say, wow, I didn't know Insane Clown Posse could be deep like that. But instead, it's ICP said a giraffe is a miracle. Ha ha ha, what a bunch of idiots. He pauses, then adds defiantly, a giraffe is an effing miracle. It has a dinosaur-like neck. It's yellow. Yeah, technically an elephant is not a miracle. Technically, they've been here for hundreds of years. Thousands, murmurs Shaggy. Have you ever stood next to an elephant, my friend? Asked Violent J. An effing elephant is a miracle. If people can't see an effing miracle in an effing elephant, then life must suck for them. Because an elephant is an effing miracle, so is a giraffe. Well, I, I'm with him uh, that, uh, that, that life on this planet, including elephants and giraffes. And are animals are wonderful. Very, very charismatic megafauna. I get it. Um, I think, I'd say that all life is, is miraculous, including... Uh, what effing magnets are mm. also miraculous we'll but get to the magnets once moment. that everything's a magnet once that everything's a miracle then you know like it's it's all miraculous i can see the awe in it i guess yeah. i guess i'm you, elated by all this you don't understand how happy this makes me to hear right that now. icp is uh, are christians or? no that that this uh that this group is changing up its story and that they're having that they have had this interview where they're showing themselves to be so incredibly stupid. They've had two <laughs> Grammys. Have they? Yes. Okay. And like a couple gold records or something I was just I'm reading. sure they got golds. Gold's just selling. <laughs> okay. And so um so you know in in bull markets when the markets are going up and everyone's risky 
groups like that can make money absolutely selling nothing of value. Mm-hmm. And then when the markets contract, that's when we start to actually see the cream rise to the top. And this garbage is just going to go by the wayside and I'm say good riddance. Well, I don't know. It sounds like they still have plenty of fans after yeah, I, they're coming I, out. I think there's no accounting for taste when it comes to music, uh, especially a music of a generation that is different than your own. Um, you know, I, I can get the ones from the generations prior. I, I just can't get them uh, when you're starting to talk about you know people right now. I just don't get it. And this insane clown pass, posse fits into that category. I'm, I'm never going to understand their music. We watched the video another few seconds uh, from the video. The quote is, it becomes apparent that Shaggy and Jay consider any understanding of the actual workings of these miracles to be corrosive to them knowledge is seen as a threat for icp a true understanding of effing rainbows would reduce them to as keats put it the dull catalog of common things violent jay shakes his head sorrowfully saying who looks at the stars at night and says oh those are gaseous forms of plutonium he says no you look at the stars are and stars you think, plutonium i don't think so no i don't but i don't know i don't know i wouldn't no, want to i don't there may be some plutonium in them but i'm not going to go for a gaseous form of plutonium <laughs> in the stars he says no you look at the stars Hydrogen and you think and helium those are beautiful Suddenly, he glances at me. The woman in the video is bespectacled and nerdy. I am bespectacled and nerdy. Might I have a similar motive? I don't know how magnets work, I say, to put him at ease. (laughs) Nobody does, man, he replies, relieved. Magnetic force, man. What else is similar to that on this earth? Nothing. Magnetic force is fascinating to us. It's right there, in your effing face. You can feel them pulling. You can't see it. You can't smell it. You can't touch it. But there's an effing force there. That's cool. We're coming up at 800-259-9231. You take control. Magnets are. We wouldn't be where we are without our amplifiers. Their $3 per month helps us spread Free Talk Live and gets them access to perks at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. We give you the features free. So head over there, enjoy those on us, archives included. If you missed a moment of the show, no big deal. We've got them there on the front page of the website, the last week's worth. And then you click into the archive section, and that'll take you all the way back to 2006, late 2006, all courtesy of our friends over at MemoryDealers.com. Memory Dealers offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers. They're 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers at up to 99% off of list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. It's MemoryDealers.com. (laughs) <laughs> Whoops. Memory Dealers brings you the webcam. I uh, screwed that one up. You said, I, I wasn't paying enough attention. Sorry. 800-259-9231. Michelle Seven joining us in studio. Thanks for coming in tonight, Oh, Michelle. thanks for having me. Definitely appreciate you. We're, we're, we definitely need to have you back. This is fun. Thank you. Always like having a, a female voice on the program, especially one as uh, as wise as, uh, as yourself. <laughs> so uh, we're talking about a, a story here that you can relate to, I think, to some extent, as the, the resident Christian on <laughs> the, uh, the program. I'm token. Do we have any? <laughs> Any others? Any other Christians? Wayne, uh, what would probably is Wayne be, a Christian? Uh, he, he's certainly. He's yeah, a little frou frou with the 
He's he's a little I don't more know, fruit fruit maidens exactly. Well, I mean, Wayne's kind of into the alternative uh, medicine stuff. I don't think that's. I, I am also. You wouldn't say he's more new agey than than no, Christian. No, no, I, I do not believe that's okay. the case. Uh, Gardner I, isn't Gardner. Gardner is kind of a Christian, yeah, yeah but he hasn't. Shauna Nash is also. We're talking about co-hosts on the show. Oh, I like, beg your else, pardon. I thought you meant like Live. in the community. No, 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 no. There there are plenty of Christians yeah. in the in the Liberty community. Right. Absolutely, and right. they're really just some of the nicest Christians I've ever met. They're they're the Christians that are. The kind of folks that will respect other people's having different belief systems and not constantly be proselytizing towards them. And, and I think that there are some of the nicest atheists I've ever met in this movement, too. Mm, it's all about voluntarism and allowing other people, uh, you know, the right to have their own beliefs. And as long as they don't use force, co- coercion or fraud against you, then you can coexist peacefully. So I would I'd love to get back into that conversation maybe a little bit later, but let's keep talking about these uh, insane clown posse guys, and I would hesitate to call them gentlemen. Not that I've ever met them, but just kind of based on the way they uh, well, the, what their lyrics have contained over the years has been some of those violent, uh, misogynistic, dangerous lyrics. In fact, uh, people of course blame uh, ICP when they go out and commit crimes uh, against random strangers. Yeah, uh, because of the the content. And that's of been these, going on a long time uh, with lyrics. a lot of different bands. You know, so, I don't think ICP has any responsibility for anybody who might call themselves a juggalo uh, for you know crimes that those people commit. Juggalo being what their followers uh, call themselves, and yeah. a lot of the juggalos were very upset a couple of years ago because when Moron was already taken. When ICP already came out, uh, well, you know, it's it's not fair, Mark, uh, to say that. I I've, I know I know a couple of people that uh, you know have been into this particular music, and I would not consider them morons. But it, uh, you, I'm talking about people that would go out and commit crimes. Oh, that's pretty stupid. Yeah, yeah. and and then blame it on like uh, hurt people. Yeah, uh, blame it on uh, the insane. Club gotcha. Party. I you know old people are never going to get younger people's uh, music. And right. I, you know honestly. I went back and listened about a decade later to the Cramps Bad Music to bad, for Bad People album. And I'm sure that Gardner would, uh, you know, right now if he were on, he would be saying what a what a great album that is. And it was certainly a seminal album. But I listened to it ten years later after high school, and I I couldn't stand that crap. Not that the Insane Clown Posse encourages intelligence. Indeed, in their culture, it seems to be that uh, ignorance is worshipped. And that's kind of what they're talking about here in the Guardian story, where they're discussing how they've come out of the closet and claim to have been uh, evangelical Christians this whole time. Uh, So back to them talking about how great they think uh, things like magnets are. Uh, he's, uh, so after describing how wonderful magnets are Shaggy says the idea for the lyrics came when one of the ICP road crew brought some magnets into the recording studio one day and they spent ages playing with them in wonderment gravity's cool I don't know <laughs> Violent J says but not as cool as magnets I did think I admit that fog constitutes quite a low threshold for miracles fog Violent J says surprised well I clarify I've lived around fog my whole life so maybe I'm blasé Fog to me is awesome, he replies. Do you know why? Because I look at my five-year-old son and I'm explaining to him what fog is and he thinks it's incredible. Ah, I gesticulate. If you're explaining to your five-year-old son what fog is, then why do you not want to meet scientists? Because they're just like you, explaining things to people. Well, Violent J says, science is... We don't really... That's like... He pauses. Then he waves his hands as if to say, Okay, an analogy. If you're trying to F a girl but her mom's home... F her mom. You understand? You want to no. you want to F <laughs> the girl, but her mom's home. F the mom. See? That's the analogy. 
uh, yeah, as to why he doesn't want to meet scientists, apparently. What, what, and how it didn't this, make sense to me either. How does this uh, speak uh, to the Christian community is what I want to know. About effing someone's mom? Yeah. I mean, I, I, it, yeah. it doesn't seem to represent any of the Christian values that I've ever heard. Well, I, you know, I'm kind of curious. Has there been a catalyst for this for this reawakening of their spirituality or their coming out? Did any of them get busted with drugs and possession and now they're, you know, question. saying... It's not made clear. I'm a born-again believer. you got to know that. And, they're, they're claiming you know, they've been all along. That I, this has just been a great, a grandiose plan on behalf of God to draw people to... Uh, to him. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's. Uh, it, it seems to me, uh, if I'm, if I was going to speculate, and and that's what I'm going to do here. I, I think that they just wanted to make the money. That they felt like there was a group of people out there that they were going to exploit. If they are in fact Christians, which but they don't sound you think like they, really terrible ones, and um, they must not have thought about it too hard because I mean, don't you think they'd also be losing money from their angry fans who would be frustrated by they've that? They've got enough money now. I see. So they just thought it would make extra money. Um, no, I think you're, I you're saying that coming out as a Christian would enough, make them more money. But no, they, they um, no. I, no. I mean that having done the band the way they did it previously as real Christians mm-hmm. is what their claim is that they were just trying to exploit a, set, a segment of the market that they felt that they could make money off of. So I look blankly at him, says the author. Uh, you mean? And Violent J replies, now, you don't really feel that way. You don't really hate her, Mom. But for this moment, when you're trying to F this girl, F her. And that's what we mean when we say F scientists. Sometimes they kill all cool mystery, all the cool mysteries away. When I was a kid, they couldn't tell you how pyramids were made. Like Stonehenge and Easter Island, says Shaggy. Nobody knows how that S got there. But since but then... Some- now they do. Scientists, do they still do they know how Stonehenge got yes. there? Really? They, uh, yeah, I saw a guy put it, put together, um, you know, basically do it with uh, rolling logs and, and that kind of thing. Wow! He put some giant rocks upright, and it's it's know, great levers and pulleys and things. levers, yeah. right? But since then, scientists go, I've got an explanation for that. It's like f you. I like to believe it was something out of this world. Hmm. You know, I think there's a big difference between him. Someone saying that they are, they've always been a believer and that they were, you know, doing this and, and making a break from their lyrics saying, you know, we've had an epiphany and maybe we ought not right. to call that would young girls, fine. moms, sluts or, or whatever. Um, that to me would resonate a little bit better. You know, um, but I guess it would be a lie if this is what they, you know, in fact believed. I mean, I'm much, I would be all on board if that's what they said, Michelle. I absolutely yeah. agree. But I guess they're saying here that we were Christians all along and hiding Jesus messages in our violent, disgusting lyrics. Weird. Stuff. Violent J's real name is Joseph Bruce. Shaggy's is Joseph Utzler. They're in their late thirties. Their career, while at times truly glittering, is littered with inadvertent mistakes. Both and ra- uh, both born and raised in Christian homes in Detroit. They've known each other since high school. We were dirt poor, Shaggy says. You can't get no poorer. Fighting food stamps. I was an effing thief for a living. Hustling, getting money. We were balls deep in that S. Their first band, Inner City Posse, was without clown makeup. They were gangster rappers and consequently found themselves behaving in a gangster-like manner. In 1989, Violent J was jailed for 90 days for death threats, robbery, and violating probation. When he got out, he and Shaggy made some life-defining decisions. How could they keep their rap career going but move away from the destructive gang lifestyle? How could they change their band's name but keep the initials ICP? People liked the initials ICP. And then it came to them in a flash. Insane clown posse. Killer clown rap. It was the perfect outlet for their emotions. Write about the pain and the anger through the prism of horror movie imagery. A whole new genre. 
we'll uh, come back with more about uh, that. By the way, was sheer genius. The insane clown posse. Well, the, uh, the, I see pee. I think it's excrement, not pee. <laughs> more coming up. 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. Do you believe them? Are you an ICP juggalo? How do you feel about uh, their shift to Christianity? It's Free Talk Live. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can, again, bring up anything. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. Michelle. Michelle. She shouldn't, <laughs> shouldn't look at the chat room during the uh, the show, well, Michelle. Well, yeah, she's still not used to her cues either. I know. No. She's new, new at this. That's okay. And you didn't cue me the second time that y'all went around. Instead, it was like a commercial, and I got confused. And that's all right. You'll work it out. It's all it's all good. Over time, we'll uh, we'll get this together. So eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. But the chat room is uh, is definitely distracting uh, when you're when you're on there. Always best for for the breaks. And I hear they're being mean in the chat room. Well, it also says I want seven so bad, and I. <laughs> <laughs> you're a beautiful woman. <laughs> No doubt about it's it. It's a woman that's like, saying it's that. A, it's a reason to a look at the webcam <laughs> tonight. It's a shame she's not sitting in your seat, Mark. Why? Because it'd be a better... The Profile? webcam would, would, you know, it's she's far away from the cam mm. in, in this particular setup. Uh, so we're talking about the Insane Clown Posse, and they have come out, apparently, as claiming to have always been an evangelical Christians. The whole time they were singing about killing mother effers and effing uh, women and beating them or whatever it is that their lyrics included. Not so nice lyrics. Uh, but apparently they're Christians the whole time, and the our, the author over here at the Guardian, Guardian.co.uk, in this case, uh, John Ronson is doing this report. He met up with them, had the chance to interview these guys, uh, and uh, let's continue. Violent J says we had to work our butt off from the ground up. We don't get radio play, we don't get video play, we get nothing. This is our video play, he indicates the dressing room. Being on the road, we didn't have no Jay-Z telling everyone, hey, look at these guys, we're friends with them, listen to them. To this day, we don't get that. This aspect of things might have turned out rather differently. And I've got to say that, uh, you know, as far as looking at them from a band standpoint, they did a great job in marketing themselves. They came up with an idea that hadn't really been out there. You know, Kiss maybe. Kiss did the face makeup. They did the face makeup, but this this whole thing around the Insane Clown Posse, taking Dante's Inferno, putting their own stamp on it and, and all that stuff. I think that's amazing marketing. I think that uh, they're exactly right. They did manage to make rap, uh, you know, a special type of rap, and they had nobody's help doing it. Mm-hmm. I'll give them all the props in the world for that, but this yeah, you can't knock success, right? Yeah, the, uh, this this thing claiming to have always been evangelical Christians when talking, you know, in just a terribly violent fashion, uh, that just it just turns my stomach. 
This aspect of things might have turned out rather differently had Violent J not made their first big error. It was 1997. Insane Clown Posse were enjoying an early flush of success. Their albums Riddlebox and The Great Malenko. Early flush. They were in. Uh, they were. They had a band in 1989, didn't they? Had sold. They did. Uh, had sold a million copies. Uh, but yeah. But how many bands right out the box? Uh, None. Hit, they hit said early big. flush of success. Uh, their albums Riddlebox had uh, sold a million copies. One night they were in a club when a young man handed them a flyer inviting them to a party. The flyer read featuring appearances by Esham, Kid Rock, and ICP, maybe, in parentheses there. Why are you saying we're going to be playing at your party when you haven't asked us, Violent J yelled at the boy. It says maybe, he said. Maybe you'll be there. I don't know. That's why I'm asking you right now. Are you guys coming to my party or what? F no, Violent J replied. We might have if you'd asked us first before putting us on the effing flyer. Well, that boy grew up to be Eminem. And incensed, he's been publicly deriding ICP ever since in lyrics such as, quote, ICP are overrated and hated because of their false identities, unquote. An observation that turned out to be prophetic. According to Violent J, from the very beginning of our music, God is in there, in hidden messages. Can you give me some examples, I ask? Well, there's a small silence. He looks torn between revealing them or maintaining the mystery. He shoots Shaggy a glance. The riddle box, he finally says. Here's the, here's the quote from the lyrics. Hey, what's up, Mother Effer? This is Shags to Dope, congratulating you on opening the riddle box. It looks like you've received your prize. The cost, what it cost, was your ASS, bitch boy. Ha ha ha. That's that? the riddle box, 1995. So here's what that meant to them. According to Violent J, if you died today, God forbid, if you were hit by a car and you had to turn the crank to your own riddle box, what would pop out? Would it be God or would it be the devil? Only you truly know the answer to your own riddle box. We're asking the listener, what is in your own riddle box if you were to die today? Shaggy says, because you can't lie to yourself, man. Violent J responds, only you know the answer to that riddle. And then there's the ringmaster. In the ringmaster, we say when you die, you have to face your own beast. Somebody who has lived a life of religion, they face a very small and weak beast when they die. But somebody who's an evil bastard will have to face a monster. The question is... Where did they get this from? They just made this own. They just made this crap up. They've got their own religion. They are not Pentecostals. The question is, how big is your ringmaster? If God forbid you were hit by a car, ask yourself, John. Violent J looks me in the eye. How big is your ringmaster? Now, is this kind of uh, the you know their what you were talking about earlier, Michelle, where they're taking Dante's Inferno and other uh, uh, you know old uh, books and, and kind of melding them into their own philosophy or their own worldview or well, religious Don- view dante's uh, he wrote three books actually one was the inferno then there was purgatorio and paradiso so one was about hell one was about purgatory and one was about heaven and um it appears that you know whoever was the ringmaster <laughs> <laughs> behind this uh clown show um you know extracted uh concepts from from that but it surely is not as sophisticated as terza rima in italian no uh according to uh, so the, the question here is uh, from the author is well how come it took you so long to make the announcement violent j responds that you had to gain everybody's attention you had to gain the entire world's trust and attention so I ask, well, so all those unpleasant characters in the song, like the narrator in I Stuck Her With My Wang, they're examples of people you shouldn't be? Huh? Says Violent J. 
Well, it's very unpleasant, I say. I stuck her with my wang. She hit me in the balls. I grabbed her by the neck, and I bounced her off the walls. She said it was an accident and then apologized, but I still took my elbow and blackened both her eyes. That's clearly a song about domestic violence, so your Christian message is, don't be like that man? Huh? Violent J repeats, mystified. There's a silence. I stuck her with my wang is funny, Violent J says. Jokes. Jokes, man. Jokes. 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 It's just a ridiculous scenario. Silly stories, man. Silly stories. What's she doing kicking him in the balls? We find it funny, but we're saying, while we're close, while we're hanging, hey, man, do you ever ask yourself what's in your riddle box if you had to turn the crank today? <laughs> They're really reaching, aren't they? I die. Huh? <laughs> but still... So, uh, so according to uh, the, the author, he says, well, given you were secretly Christian, are there any lyrics you now regret? There's a silence. Yeah. Violent J says quietly, well, which ones? Dumb, stupid, idiotic lyrics that I said without knowing any better back in the day. Like what? Well, I really don't want to say. There's one lyric. He trails off, suddenly looking really sad beneath the clown makeup. Just dumb lyrics. I said one lyric one time that I hate. I may have been feeling really down that day. I said something... I live with that every day. I don't want to point it out. I later do a search and find it difficult to pinpoint exactly which lyric he may be referring to. It just might, I suppose, be, quote, I took aim at a stray dog and I blew out its brains. It was fresh as hell. No feelings for others. You gotta be cold. Apparently that's uh, the... That should be the anthem for the police, I think. They, they like wow. Shooting dogs. Uh, I later, uh, according to Violent J says, releasing the unveiling or thy unveiling, coming out as a Christian, was the most exciting moment of his life. He says, it felt so good, brother. I was effing in heaven. Let me tell you something. I would go running at night and my feet wouldn't even touch the ground. I had my headphones on. I'd be listening to thy unveiling and I'd be in such a zone that my feet wouldn't even be touching the ground. I'd be literally levitating. He was worried, of course, about the reaction from the Juggalos. And sure enough, the emotional impact shook the whole Juggalo foundation for good and for ill. Why did the Juggalos who were, or what did the Juggalos who opposed to it say, I asked. They said, F that, says Shaggy. But the Juggalos and Juggalettes who were for it were so touched, said Violent J. They said they loved us. And then the reviews came in. Blender Magazine and its list of the 50 worst artists in music history call ICP the very worst of all. Insane clown posse sound even stupider than they look. Two trailer trash types who wear face paint, pretend to be a street gang, and drench cult devotees in cheap soda called Fago. Violent J and Shaggy 2 Dope are more notorious for their beef with Eminem than their ham-fisted rap rock music. And their Nadir Blender said the worst musical moment from the worst band ever is The Wraith, Shangri-La, the album that climaxes with Thy Unveiling. I suddenly wonder halfway through our interview if I'm looking at two men in clown makeup who are suffering from depression. I cautiously ask them this and Violent J immediately replies, I'm medicated. He says, I have a lot of medicine that I take for depression. Panic attacks are a really serious part of my life. He points at Shaggy. He's gone through some things as well. He should ask for a miracle. To be healed. To, to be healed from, from his depression? Yeah. Well, they, they have an explanation for the depression here uh, in a moment, and, uh, and we'll share that with you. Uh, talking about the guys from the Insane Clown Posse and wondering if uh, you have any experience with this. Are you, a, you know, one of their fans? And, and how did you take the, uh, the re- revelation, if you will, that they've actually, in point of fact, been evangelical Christians this whole time while writing about... Punching a woman in the or elbowing a woman in the eyes and beating people and killing dogs and 
1-800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. Hour number three is on the way. This is Free Talk Live. Okay, here's the long and the short of it. If you name the worst politicians in America today, Nancy Pelosi is going to be on your top ten list. She's awful, and she's powerful. There is a principled anti-war Republican running against her, however, and his name is John Dennis. He's already beaten the establishment Republican in the primary, but he's going to need all of the financing he can get to bring down the political juggernaut that is Nancy Pelosi. He can do it, but only with your help. I've donated to John Dennis's campaign, and I would like to encourage you to also. Now is the time. Nancy Pelosi is politically vulnerable, and it's unlikely that we're going to get another candidate like John Dennis. He's the only type of Republican that can win in San Francisco. In my opinion, he is as, if not more, principled than Ron Paul. Go to johndennis2010.com and donate today. johndennis2010.com. He is Hope for America. This ad paid for by John Dennis for Congress 2010. JohnDennis2010.com. I'm John Dennis, and I approve this ad. This is Free Talk Live. We're launching into the third hour of the program, and you can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free, bring up anything at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Uh, we give you all the features there free, so enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Michelle. And Mark. All right. So uh, we will take your calls about anything. I guess we don't have a lot of juggalos in our audience uh, listening to Free Talk Live because that's been the topic of the show for bulk of the last hour as we've been sharing a lengthy piece from The Guardian just to kind of give you a view into who these guys are or who they claim to be. It's a rap group that has been around for about 20 years. They're uh, in their late 30s at this point. And uh, there, there are a couple guys that have been rapping about some of the most violent uh, lyrics. They've been, uh, they've been misogynistic. They've been rapping about killing people, killing strangers, killing dogs, beating women. Uh, and now they're saying that all along it was really just a grand ploy to bring their listeners to Jesus. The, because they're actually, uh, point of fact, according to them, uh, evangelical Christians. And they have been... All of their, or at least most all of their career. Surprise, surprise. Well, and, the two of you said that they were successful. And so my question is, is their goal is actually to lead people to Christ. I'd be interested in knowing how successful they've been in that. Well, I guess I don't know how they would know. right? Yeah. I mean, they're, <laughs> Do they have an altar call at the end of their <laughs> concert? I mean, they did, they they did get some the, positive response. They, they give them a baptism in Fago. In Fago. <laughs> <laughs> they... Um, they did get positive and negative response when they came out of the the uh, the, cl- the, the Christ closet, closet if you will, um, a, a couple of years ago or two or three years ago, apparently. Uh, maybe it was longer than that. It's hard to figure it out. The Wikipedia article doesn't really mention anything about them being Christians. So, uh, but according to the story, it's been years since they've come out, and I guess they've been their lyrics have become more God oriented since then. So they're certainly wearing it on their sleeve now, whereas before it was uh, not so much. And you know, with this this whole elaborate thing that they've built around the the face masks and the uh, the the dark carnival storyline and and all that stuff, I just you know it's it's all. <sighs> They're quite the. They're they're very much into theatrics. I wonder if they were even telling the truth. If they in fact had a conversion, 
and then decided to claim that they had been Christians all along, you know? I mean, or that they... Maybe, wait, wait, maybe if, they were, they, if they were not a Christian and then had a conversion and then became Christians but are now claiming they never... The, well, not well, not then, claiming they converted, they're just, they've always been Christians right. and they'd or be that lying they about that? Some kind of low-level Christian, you know, like you can believe that Jesus, uh, you know, lived and died on the cross for people's sins and not accept him as your personal savior or have the, uh, that, that... Um, conversion that, that, experience. The conversion experience. You can... Like a church-going Christian right. who just so wants to socialize. Did they have the conversion experience? experience and then just say well you know we've always been christians because we've always sort of believed that you know like i don't know because this, this story would ring so much more true to me if they'd had a conversion experience Do i bet I, I think i have i have a proposal i think that they have blown all their money like so many of the other you know rappers that mm-hmm. made a ton and they're back living at home and their mamas were like <laughs> you're gonna go out there and you're gonna say da 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 or else you're not gonna have dinner tonight <laughs> Well, there's a little bit more to the story from The Guardian, and I wanted to make sure we just got it all out because uh, we've gone all this, we've gone this far, and there's just a little more to look into who these guys are, what are their personalities like. The author of the story here um, very perceptively figured out that these guys might be depressed, and he actually asked them about this, and they copped to it. They admitted that they are on heavy meds. medication, meds for, uh, for, for depression. And panic attacks, according to Violent J, are a serious part of his life. He takes a lot of medicine, and he says that Shaggy, his partner, has gone through some things as well. Shaggy nods in response, saying, You do a show in front of how many hundreds or thousands of people? You're giving your full being, your soul, to every person in that crowd. Every pore in your body is sweating. You're fighting consciousness just to get it out of you. After And after the show, all of your fans are partying. Yeah, rock and roll, and you're just here. He glances around the dressing room. You're just effing sitting here. Violent J turns to him and says softly, If we move furniture for a living, we'd have a bad back or bad knees. We think for a living. We try to create. We try to constantly think of cool ideas. And every once in a while, there's a breakdown in the engine. I guess the, that's the price you pay. So, Michelle, you suggested that they pray for a miracle or whatever, that they, uh, but they don't want that. They, they see the, the depression as you know, the downside of uh, the, the highs, if you will, of being musical performers. Well, they, they I think they astutely uh, point out that thinking, I, I hate to, to, to equate thinking with what these guys do, but, yeah. <laughs> you know, they they have a special type of intelligence. I mean, you to call what these, I, you can say they got lucky to some extent, and I, I think that luck comes into being a, a successful performer, but the what what in the insane clown posse is is pure genius they did manage to market to a segment that was you know out there underserved that created yeah underserved the underserved segment of people who want to be sprayed with fago and, and paint themselves <laughs> with clown makeup or apparently whatever. guar was not enough right the guar was awesome man <laughs> shaggy nods quietly i get anxiety and s a lot he says and reading that stuff people write about us it hurts Least talented band in the world. Now, you can't team. take what people, your critics say. Uh, you just can't. You can't take it to heart. You don't get on top without making a few enemies, right? Yeah, I mean, people. Absolutely. If you the, the 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 fight with Eminem, that's the best thing going for these guys. Violent J says, "No talent." When I hear that, I think, "Damn, are we that different from people?" He looks as if he means it, and as if he sometimes feels hopelessly stuck being him. It's just a terrible twist of fate, or for the insane clown posse, that theirs is a form of creative expression that millions of people find ridiculous. But then suddenly, palpably, Violent J pulls himself out of his introspection. They're about to go on stage, and he doesn't want to be maudlin. He wants to be on the offensive. He shoots me a defiant look and says, You know, Miracles, let me tell you, if Alanis Morissette had done that effing song, everyone would have called it effing genius. 
And that's the piece from The Guardian. You know, um, I'm trying to decide whether... I think plenty of people don't like Alanis Morissette either. I mean, nobody's ever going to love your music. Everybody is not going to love your music. Speaking as a person who loves Alanis Morissette, I felt like... uh, (laughs) I do. I I love the music. Have you ever heard the Wesley Willis uh, song? No, what is that? Oh, I'll have to dig it up for you. I'll explain Wesley Wilson in a moment. But go ahead, where, what were you going to say? Um, I don't... I listen to this this song, and it's just not deep to me. I have listened to uh, Alanis Morissette's music and found you know her trying to bear her soul. And She's I a little more intellectual. I little, just don't hear it here. Yeah. I, I just don't hear it here. Sorry. I mean, if Alanis Morissette had done this song, I would have laughed. Um, <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I, I wish she'd cut. I wish she'd cut a version so I could hear it. So, who is Wesley Willis? Michelle, do you know who Wesley Willis is? I don't. Uh, I learned about Wesley Willis uh, when I was a listener of the Lionel program. Lionel uh, being one of the, I would say, influential talk hosts in uh, how I came about to be. And uh, he was playing, I think he played some of his music on the air one night and was talking about it. He's basically, and he's dead now. He passed away recently, a few years ago. Wesley Willis. Uh, Wesley Willis, yeah. Lionel Lionel is still with us. He's doing a podcast now. Yeah, that's right. And uh, Wesley Willis was this... I don't know what his issue was. He had some sort of form of mental um, inhibition, uh, some sort of, I wouldn't say, I don't know if retardation is the, is the correct word. I'm sure I can pull up the exact details as to what was, what was wrong with him. But he made these songs that were basically the same musically. Uh, they, he was had this a keyboard. the Spider-Man one? No. He okay. may have had a Spider-Man song. Okay. I don't know. He, uh, has a, he had a keyboard. And he would turn the little auto play thing on the keyboard. You know, the keyboards come with those so- yeah. 100 songs pre-programmed into them. Yeah. He would turn on the, this auto play thing and, and sing to uh, or rap uh, to the keyboard. And the lyrics would change uh, from song to song. But the, the, the basic song structure uh, w- would not change. Okay. And That's he was funny. That's that amusing me already. Widely, res- uh, re- <laughs> yeah, widely regarded by many as a musical genius. <laughs> And uh, he would play in clubs, and he uh, has, you know, he had a very large fan base that would come out to see him and support him and buy his albums. And uh, there was a lot of cursing. He may have had a bit of Tourette's, uh, <laughs> a lot of cursing in the in the songs, which is why I hesitate to play it just right out the gate here on on the air. And he was known for giving headbutts uh, to his uh, to his fans. Oh, I don't want that. No. Well, but his fans did, yeah, and you know, it was like an honor to be headbutted by uh, by Wesley Willis. And he was uh-huh. just this you know this big black guy that uh, would travel around to the clubs in Chicago and bring down the house. <laughs> and one of his songs was about Alanis Morissette. So there you go. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever's on your mind. This is Free Talk Live. Coming up, a car that drives itself. It has happened. We will explain who's behind it. It's Free Talk Live. Hello, my friends, and welcome to a 30-second edition of Verbal Surgery. I'm your verbal surgeon, Tim A. Cummins. Here to radiate your brain for maximum gain, baby. Take a deep breath and just remember that you are a terrific person, a person of great value. And every time you listen to this and this program alone, you're getting smarter and even better looking. And you'll remember to listen to VerbalSurgery.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. 
give you the features free. So head over there and enjoy those on us, including our webcam. You can go to cam.freetalklive.com. You can watch, you can listen, you can chat with other listeners. Michelle is in the chat room here tonight observing, chatting. Are you chatting with the uh, the chatters, Michelle? I'm saying hi now and then and trying to tell them to behave. Cam.freetalklive.com is where you can go to get involved there. The webcam brought to you by Memory Dealers. The archives that we have brought to you by HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting. They make it easy for you to get your own .com domain name. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, you can let the experts at HostGator.freetalklive.com host you. If you use that portal that we've created, HostGator.freetalklive.com, you will get your first month completely free. All right, let's go to your phone calls. Rip is in Ohio listening to WCER. Rip, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Michelle, and Mark. Hello. Hey, Rip, what's on your mind tonight? I'm just wanting to talk about the Juggalo thing. Yeah, the Juggalos, the uh, fans of the band or rap group Insane Clown Posse who have come out as Christians after a 20-year career of talking about, you know, beating women, killing things, killing people, etc. Your thoughts? Now, I want you to think about this band. Most people play them down as, you know, they're really stupid, but you have to consider they own their own record label. Like, they have other bands under them. They, like, anything that's out there that has their name on it, they receive all profits from it. I mean, I, I, we really think that they're just, you know, just as you would call, call them on the Internet, like, tr- just trolls. I mean, So they're like you know, trolls just, of the music world, is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Do you think they're I mean, smarter they, they, than they let on? I mean, because they didn't sound particularly brilliant in the interview. I mean, it's just like um, the guy the guy that played Bruno and um, um, I can't remember his name. Yeah, uh, Borat, Ali G, yeah. Sasha Baron Cohen, and his uh, his characters where he creates uh, characters that he completely immerses himself in their uh, their personality and, and the role and, and goes out and, and fools people. Certainly it could be a possibility, in which case, I mean, are you familiar with their uh, with their career? Are you a fan? Uh, no, no, I'm no fan. I mean, they basically just took what Gigi Allen did and just basically made it marketable. Now, Gigi I Allen, mean, that's a punk. Uh, yeah, punk Gigi act, Allen right? is as far as they go. Um, <laughs> Gigi Allen used to uh, actually sometimes do his, uh, his stuff down in the the mosh pit with the uh, you know the the people who are listening. He would uh, roll himself in uh, his own feces. Whoa! And oh. and, uh, and and I and, told you excrement. And, I told you. I and glass you. shards. I mean, this guy was. Something else. Quite a performance artist. How'd he die? Uh, a overdose. <laughs> of course. So what else did you want to share with us, uh, Rip? Uh, that was just, you know, my theory on it. I just want to see how you felt about it. So you think that they're really uh, smarter than they let on? They're business, uh, brilliant businessmen uh, running I'm their I'm willing to call them labor. brilliant businessmen, but, uh, you know, there's there's this whole thing about uh, intelligence. And I, I don't know, I read somewhere uh, that they identified 17 different forms of intelligence, right? And I read it in, oh, I don't know, Scientific American, so I believed it. Um, and... You know, I, I think that one can be uh, very intelligent in a certain way, but uh, you, you that doesn't make you intelligent. <laughs> like, to, to, I think to be intelligent, you have to have a certain level of intelligence in a lot of areas. And these guys, if they're trying to fool us, are doing a good job fooling me. Rip, I got to know, do you think that, uh, I mean, as somebody who's at least followed them closely enough to know a thing or two about them and their careers, uh, do you think that it's true that they always have been evangelical Christians or that they are now? What, how do you feel about that? I mean, I don't know. I, I think that's just something that they're just, they're just trying to get attention with. 
do you feel like uh, I mean from a business perspective as a I mean a businessman would be be really looking at this decision to come out if if the if they were the shrewd businessmen uh, then they'd be looking at this decision I would think fairly critically I mean do we come out as evangelical Christians and somehow attempt to attract Christians to this uh, music for pretty likely that the juggalos uh, we're, we're not the the most Christian of, of fan bases. I'm just jumping to a conclusion there, and because they have had a lot of negative fallout as a result of the uh, you know them coming out. Sure, some of their fans are still on board, and they were happy to hear that uh, ICP were Christians. So, I mean, would it have been a very calculated move on their part to say, well, we think we'll gain more fans than uh, than we'll lose, or we just don't give a damn. We we've made enough money now, so it doesn't matter. I mean, the people who listen to their music, I mean, they're mostly ignorant. They're going to follow either way. I mean, it doesn't matter. It's it's a family thing. They're loyal to the end. So, hmm. I mean, and, I mean, it, it really doesn't matter. I think they're doing this way because, you know, they're getting everyone else's attention now. And, you know, most people probably just pick up the album just to hear it, just, you know, just to say that you heard it. You know, that's how they, I guess, make more money. Could I ask you, do you, are you a Christian? Um... Would you call yourself a Christian? Uh, yeah. So, does their music inspire you and draw you closer to Jesus? <laughs> no, no, I don't listen to them. No, no, they're they're horrible. All right, Rip. Thanks for the call tonight. I certainly <laughs> appreciate hearing from you at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. I agree with that uh, that that assessment. So, Michelle, I mean, you having uh, sat here throughout that uh, lengthy piece about the insane clown posse and and becoming Christians and presuming that it's true and and what Rip says is true that. Their fans are just loyal, and now their fans, you know, before they were all about shooting people and murdering, and now that ICP has, uh, you know, has come on board with Christ, now they'll all change into Christians also. I mean, from the Christian's perspective, is this overall a a good thing? I mean, Well, I don't know about the Christian perspective, but I will say from a marketing perspective, maybe they can brand a Kool-Aid drink and everyone will drink it. (laughs) 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 And then die i i I don't know i just it's i mean if jesus wants converts presuming this is going to get him converts is this the right way to do it i think that there's um i think there's value in all of it right so you know you can only take their segment of the audience and move them so far towards christianity right and and some of them more than others but Mm. i think that and some of them obviously you're going to lose along the way but uh, you know they're probably just getting older and getting tired of having their 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 message be as nasty as it was previously. I I just wouldn't be able to tolerate it, and I think that they've uh, I think they've mellowed with age, and I I think it's relatively common. Your thoughts are welcome at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Wesley Willis, uh, according to Wikipedia was a busker, musician, comedian, and artist from Chicago. A di- diagnosed chronic schizophrenic, he gained an enormous cult following in the 1990s after releasing several hundred songs of simple but unique music with emphasis on his humorous, bizarre, and frequently obscene lyrics. In addition to his large body of solo music work, Willis fronted the punk, band, punk rock band The Wesley Willis Fiasco and was also a visual artist long before his forays into music. It's, when you get into the way his uh, lyrics are structured, he's got... There's a pattern uh, b- behind them, and some of the things that he says are very amusing. Uh, you were, we were sampling one of his songs, the uh, Alanis Morissette song, yeah. during the break. And uh, what, what were your impressions, Mark? He's somewhere between um, crazy and a genius. Um, you know, I just, I, I really enjoyed what he was doing. He didn't seem to take himself too seriously. Uh, I, I, 
I wonder if he's playing up the whole, you know, mentally ill thing. A no, little no, bit. not from <laughs> not from what I understand from the people but that have was, known him. It was a joy to watch, and I I think that uh, you know just the fact that he was uh, you know willing to be out there and uh, you know provide that for people. I'm I I thought it was great. Steven Tyler became a Christian from Aerosmith, and he's still singing about, you know. Getting pink? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, there's more coming up here. 800-259-9231. You can take control of the airwaves. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. The cars that drive themselves may be coming to your garage sooner than you think. It's Free Talk Live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Stouffer's, helping bring your family together with wholesome dinner options, even on the busiest of nights. Find dinner table ideas to bring your family together at letsfixdinner.com. To get kids involved in dinnertime conversation, ask specific questions, not broad ones. Instead of what happened today at school, try what was the best thing that happened today. The more specific you are, the more they'll have to say. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features there totally free. So enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Joining you in the studio, it is Ian. Michelle. And Mark. And you can join us on our site. Uh, Some of the features you'll find there, by the way, include... Our news updates. You can get signed up, receive our emailed updates or Twitter or Facebook, whichever way works best for you. Go to news.freetalklive.com to get on board. It's all free. News.freetalklive.com. SACL CAI has a full-orbed approach to account recovery. It's really three companies in one. They do collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged-off receivables. SACL knows that the way they treat your customer reflects on you. Their staff is respectful. They record every call. And they have the best equipment money can buy so that your business is handled as efficiently as possible. You can see their banner at freetalklive.com. So, to change gears here into some exciting news from the marketplace. Always interesting to talk about uh, some of the innovations that are, are going on out there. And it's pretty rare that you get real innovation when it comes to, well, automotive travel. And what I mean by that is the government's in charge of the roads. So... We haven't really seen too much in the way of really amazing leaps forward in any aspect of the roads. Cars have been, you know, upgraded and there have been some changes to uh, to cars, but the roads themselves, not really. I mean, they haven't really come up with any amazing new formulations for, for pavement or uh, really radical new yeah, ideas. Something that lasts longer than uh, yeah. blacktop or, or, or cement does. Um, something that would, uh, say, hold tires better so that you, do, you know, don't, have, don't have people sliding off the road in the rain and the snow. About the most I've seen in the roads world has been the move from, uh, you know, from incandescent bulbs to LED bulbs in the stoplights. Yeah, yeah, that's that. That's a, that's a nice step, I suppose. The um, nicest roads I know of are in Saudi Arabia and Dubai. Really? Are they private or are they government roads? It's well, the king owns everything. Uh, yes. Okay, <laughs> you know? I didn't realize they're that. very, very wealthy there too. As a matter of fact, if you are Saudi Arabian, you get a check for being one. Yeah, no kidding. Yes, it's but like being Alaskan. I always got a better. kick though out of of kids who would ask my children's father, um, at you know when we were going to college, if they all lived in a tent and rode camels. 
kids who didn't live around there, you mean? Kids, we were going to school in the Bay Area, and so they'd ask him. San Francisco? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So they'd ask him, so do you live in a tent and ride a camel? Far from it. <laughs> now, I thought, now, is Dubai actually fully owned by uh, the royal family? United I thought it was, Emirates or whatever. I'm I thought it was sure. a fairly free, economically uh, free place where people can buy and sell things and it start is, uh, businesses. It is a sheik that uh, owns pretty much everything there, as I understand it. I'm, I'm just coming off the top of my head with what uh-huh. I think I know. And um, he, he, you know, he's all into the free marketplace and things like that. He's he's big into it, but uh, you know, from a social standpoint, it's a nightmare too. Hmm. Well, uh, and yeah, socially, you mean like when you get caught with a gram of pot, you go well, to jail. And there was one guy who uh, will had, die there. Yeah, had a, a a bit of marijuana stuck to the bottom of his shoe. Right, and that uh, didn't go well. Yeah, that went very badly for him. So uh, my point with the bringing up the roads as not having too many developments, I remember I was watching this Disney video from the, I think it was the 40s or the 50s, and it was a really neat video where they kind of had this vision for what they thought, you know, Disney's vision, if you will, of uh, travel in the future. And it was pretty cool. They had some neat ideas uh, that uh, I, I thought were pretty visionary uh, for the time. And, of course, most of them haven't come about because, well, the government's in charge of the roads. And I didn't really think that you'd have the idea of self-driven cars until some, you know, you get the government out of it. I, you know, I figured you'd need some sort of transponders on the side of the road yeah, or, that makes or sense. whatever. Well, Google's done it, and they've done it without apparently a retrofitting the roads uh, let me give you the details here. Google from or from CNBC.com. Anyone driving the twists of Highway 1 between San Francisco and Los Angeles recently may have glimpsed a Toyota Prius with a curious funnel-like cylinder on the roof. Harder to notice was that the person behind the wheel was not actually driving. They just had to put them in there to make everybody more comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> the car is a project of Google, which has been working in secret, but in plain view, on vehicles that can drive themselves using artificial intelligence software that can actually sense anything near the car and mimic the decisions made by a human driver. With someone behind the wheel to take control if something goes awry and a technician in the passenger seat to monitor the navigation system, seven test cars have driven a 1,000 miles without human intervention and more than 140,000 miles with only occasional human control. Wow. They have been busy, busy with this, apparently. This is incredible. That's fantastic. I would be able to text and do my makeup and smoke a cigarette all at the same time. Yeah, instead pretty of just much. Be doing two of those. <laughs> <laughs> Yell at the kids. Whatever you want to do, you can do it now. It's no problem. Well, I mean, this is to some extent uh, when you're talking about a Prius, this could really revolutionize uh, travel. Uh, I mean, imagine most people don't need to absolutely positively be there that quickly. If you could, if your car would drive itself. You could just go from here to, you know, go cross country in a relatively quick amount of time. If you don't have to stay over places, I wouldn't imagine it takes more than 36 hours to go from New York to Los Angeles. If you're going the speed limit and you really don't stop very often except for gas, you just sleep, play backgammon. Once it gets good enough to be able to do something like that, yeah. I mean, at this point, you probably want to have your eyes open. I don't know, man. I mean, I, I, you know, Probably I mean, not long. At this point, the the, the technology's here. I don't tested. know if I would trust the you know. The I don't computer. know if I trust it either. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't know if I trust this whole uh, battery pack car thing that's only been around for fifteen years. Well, one even drove itself down Lombard Street in San Francisco. Have you oh been my. down that? Wow! One? Yes. 
I have not been down it, but I've heard about it. Yeah, Yeah. it's very curvy. Uh, In fact, it's the probably one of the most steepest and curviest streets in the nation. The only accident, said engineers, was when one Google car was rear-ended while stopped at a traffic light. So the computer itself did not make any mistakes uh, in the in those thousand miles. The and 140,000, they had to have occasional human control. I'm not sure what that means as far as how much control and what the circumstances were. But autonomous cars are years from mass production. But technologists who have long dreamed of them believe they can transform society as profoundly as the Internet has. Robot drivers react faster than humans, have 360-degree perception, and do not get distracted, sleepy, or intoxicated, engineers that is argue. huge. They speak in terms of lives saved and injuries avoided. More than 37,000 people died in car accidents in the United States in just 2008. The engineers say the technology could double the capacity of roads by allowing cars to drive more safely while closer together. Because then that's important for governments because the government sucks at expanding the roads. They are just... You know, they're behind the, the times by a decade uh, before they actually get around to, ex- or maybe longer, before they actually get around to widening a road, for instance, to allow for more traffic. The central planners think they're so brilliant in designing their traffic systems, but they always end up getting clogged and inefficient. And, you know, things are just wrong, wrong, wrong with the government roads. But Well, this would fix uh, a lot of that, too. A yeah, lot of the inefficiencies are uh, based on... You know, people not merging left when uh, people are merging on to interstates and, uh, you know, people slowing down in instances where they wouldn't need to. So I long think, as there was never a virus. Uh, indeed, imagine? because the, right, they actually addressed that here. Because the robot cars would eventually be less likely to crash, they could be built lighter, reducing fuel consumption. But, of course, to truly be safer, the cars must be far more reliable than, say, today's personal computers, which crash on occasion and are frequently infected. Mm-hmm. The Google research program using artificial intelligence to revolutionize the automobile is proof that the company's ambitions reach beyond the search engine business. Well, you could make a redundant uh, 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 you know, motherboard or something like that. A second, a second computer isn't likely to crash at the same time the first one did. Um, and they're not, they don't cost that much. And, and as I understand, it's the, it's the operating system that can cause it to crash more often. That this Apple, is true. That Apple and Linux are far less likely to crash than, say, Microsoft. Just All true. And a lot of uh, crashes happen because of uh, driver issues. So, for instance, Apple, the way they do their systems is all very proprietary. You cannot buy – like the, the computers that I have are home built. Like mm-hmm. I get all the parts. I put them in. I put the operating system on. I do it from you know, scratch basically. Um, whereas the Apple, you, can just, you can't do that. Yeah. You can just go and buy an Apple in whatever models they have available, and that's it. So that means that their operating system is customized to work with just what they're going to offer. Whereas Windows has to be able to handle the different video cards you're going to put in it, the different right. audio cards. So this computer wouldn't ha- – I mean, it's it's not going to go watch YouTube videos no. or download porn. This is a dedicated travel computer. It's only going to look for you know, maybe GPS stuff yeah. and, and maps and things. So it, would, it wouldn't it, – it, you know, it would be able to look uh, in those things and scan for viruses much more easily, it seems to me. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's more – focused on its uh, on its task. We'll tell you more about it coming up here in moments and take your calls about whatever you want. Free Talk Live. On Free Talk Live, we talk about investing in gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, investment, and barter currency. We've teamed up with Midas Resources to offer you some great rates on some hand-picked gold and silver pieces. U.S. Eagles, British Sovereigns, 20 Francs, Lakota Nation Silver Rounds, Montana Silver Reserves, and Walking Liberty Halves. Call 877-857-9938 or go to gold.freetalklive.com. The shipping is the same for one as it is for 20, so try to get as many as you can all at once. Gold.freetalklive.com. The 
Crisis, Free Talk Live, Moments Remain. Enough time for your call if you make it now. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free. So enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. Uh, Michelle Seven in the studio tonight. Thanks again for coming by. We'll Thanks definitely for having me. have you back. And uh, Mark's here too. 800-259-9231. The afterthought. <laughs> He's so lucky I do his radio show with him. I mean. All right. So uh, we're talking about an amazing market uh, success story here that has just exploded onto the scene. Google has managed to keep the wraps on this uh, apparently fairly effectively, having been test driving Google driven cars where you're still in the driver's seat, but you don't actually have to do anything. Now, there are occasions where you will. Uh, they say they've driven a 1,000 miles. Uh, it's a 1,000 miles without human intervention. It doesn't claim that they've driven a 1,000 miles straight. Uh, and more than 140,000 miles with only, only occasional human control. Now, I, the impression, what, when I hear that, what I hear is that they have tested it more than 1,000 miles, but in the last 1,000 miles, they've managed to get it down to the point that they needed no human interaction. Maybe. I, I don't That's know. That's just I, what I hear. I, I can see how you could read that into it, but I'm not going to read that in myself. Uh, but nonetheless, it's incredible news. I mean, this is, comes as a, it comes as a pretty big surprise to me. It it's, doesn't take too much uh, from this point to you know, getting it out of the marketplace. We're talking years, uh, a couple, I would imagine. A few. Well, they say that uh, it's still several years away, uh, years away from mass production. But who knows, Mark? You never know when these things are actually going to, to, to play out or, or how. Um, and, of course, then there's the issue of dealing with the other cars on the road. And apparently this does that. It's not like they're test driving these on no, closed it's roads. No, uh, Lombard Street in San Francisco. Uh, Someone should arrest them for not having their hands on the steering wheel. It, yeah, I wonder about that. Is Does it, this computer have its driver's license? That's a good question. During half hour, uh, during a half-hour drive beginning, this is from CNBC.com, half-hour drive beginning on Google's campus 35 miles south of San Francisco last Wednesday, a Prius equipped with a variety of sensors and following a route programmed into the GPS navigation system. Now, that could be an issue because sometimes the GPS is wrong mm-hmm. about where you need to go and you'll end up turning into construction or turning down you know, a road with no, that you know, ends or something like that, and the, the, it, the GPS doesn't know it. So That's definitely something that needs to be addressed. Yeah, well, that's one of the reasons why it probably is always going to be a good idea, at least in the, the beginning years of this, to, uh, to sit behind the steering wheel and just make sure that the computer gets it right. Uh, it, it drove at the speed limit. Excuse me. Uh, so, it's, But that's just not going to last very long, Ian. Do you understand that if you're letting your, a computer drive your car and it's good for 1,000 miles, but it's not good for 10,000, all right? Like somewhere in a 10,000-mile trip, mm-hmm. you're going to need to touch the steering wheel and do something that people, just the way they are, after the first half hour, are done paying attention. Yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying. So they were following a route programmed into GPS, nimbly accelerated into the entrance lane and merged into fast-moving traffic on Highway 101, the freeway through Silicon Valley. It drove at the speed limit, which it knew because the limit for every road is included in its database, and left the freeway several exits later. The device atop the car produced a detailed map of the environment. The car then drove in city traffic through Mountain View, stopping for lights and stop signs, as well as making announcements like approaching a crosswalk to warn the human at the wheel, or turn ahead in a pleasant female voice. The same pleasant female voice would, engineers said, alert the driver if a master control system detected anything amiss with the various sensors. 
The car can be programmed for different driving personalities, from cautious, in which it is more likely to yield to another car, to aggressive, where it is more likely to go first. Christopher Ermson, a Carnegie Mellon University robotic scientist, was behind the wheel but not using it. To gain control of the car, he has to do one of three things. Hit a red button near his right hand, touch the brake, or turn the steering wheel. He did so twice. Once when a bicyclist ran a red light and again when a car in front stopped and began to back into a parking space. But the car seemed likely to have prevented an accident itself. When he returned to automated cruise mode, the car gave a little whir, meant to evoke going into warp drive on Star Trek. And Dr. Umson was able to rest his hands by his sides or gesticulate when talking to a passenger in the back seat. He said the cars did attract attention, but people seem to think they're just the next generation of the Street View cars that Google has used to take photographs and collect data for its maps. Makes sense. It's a brainchild of Sebastian Thrun, the 43-year-old director of the Stanford Artificial Intelligence Laboratory, a Google engineer and the co-inventor of the Street View mapping service. In 2005, he led a team of Stanford students and faculty members in designing the Stanley robot car, winning the second grand challenge of the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, a $2 million Pentagon prize for driving autonomously over 132 miles in the California desert. Now, how unfortunate that the government is behind yeah. this uh, this prize. Mm-hmm. Uh, the X Prize is not funded by the government, and that has resulted in incredible advances in private space travel and technology. And, of course, this will result in people saying, see... If it wasn't for the government, then we wouldn't have cars that drive themselves. Those people in uh, that voice too. Yeah. <laughs> those, those people believe that uh, if without government, we wouldn't have Tang or Teflon. Uh, you know, it just it's it's sad, but it can be proved tat- patently false. Besides a team of 15 engineers working on the current project, they hired more than a dozen people, each with a spotless driving record, to sit in the driver's seat paying $15 an hour or more. How do you have a spotless driving record? I mean, how is that possible? The Google researchers said the company did not yet have a clear plan to create a business from the experiments. Dr. Thrun is known as a passionate... Yeah, nobody will want this. (laughs) (laughs) He's a passionate promoter of the potential to use robotic vehicles to make highways safer and lower the nation's energy costs. The self-driving car initiative is, is an example of Google's willingness to gamble on technology that may not pay off for years. Even the most optimistic predictions put the deployment of the technology more than eight years away. And that's not that far. That's not really that far off. Anyway, one, I, I, to me, that sounds like a pessimistic uh, view. It, it sounds like they're testing this thing. It's going, going great guns. One way Google might be able to profit is provide information and navigation services for makers of autonomous vehicles, or it might sell and give away the navigation technology itself, much as it offers its Android smartphone system to cell phone companies, which makes sense, right? Here, Ford, put our navigation systems in your car we'll give it to you free of course it'll be tied in with google you'll have some sort of wi-fi internet or wimax internet in your car that way the google you'll have to watch uh, ads while you drive well maybe hmm. not maybe the google will just provide you with uh, information about where you can go eat and certain businesses will hmm. pay to be the top You're search right results that. on uh, those lists You're right about so that. i mean google <laughs> these guys will figure it out right and and they are you know it's an amazing company sure there's privacy issues <laughs> and all that stuff but oh yeah there's absolutely privacy issues with uh, with google Who you can't can deny? get this invasive uh, <laughs> without it but uh, you know as far as i'm concerned they're not as bad as the government yeah and who can deny that what they're doing is just incredible okay so that's great and and we've got the prius you know the people's car i just want to make sure that there's gonna be an option that i can still ride my ducati at 110 miles an hour without 
being interfered It doesn't with. seem likely that the automation system is going to take over motorcycle travel anytime I soon. can't imagine that, uh, that, that, you know, up at this point, you can, I just was behind a Model T pickup truck on my way home uh, yesterday, and the guy was going 40 miles an hour, likely because the vehicle doesn't go any faster. <laughs> and... He's got the supercharged model. Did he have his feet underneath? I didn't even bother passing him because, you know, I was having a good time looking at the vehicle, seeing that there's he doesn't have brake lights. How interesting. Um, and, and, you know, somehow that vehicle can still be on the road today. Like that? That's pretty good. <laughs> yes, yeah. that was great. Decades and decades and decades after it was uh, produced. And, uh, you know, I don't see any reason that they would take thing, uh, you know, some vehicle motorcycles off just because... They now now had cars that would drive themselves. I suspect that those cars would be safer and conduct themselves in manners that well, were yeah. less uh, crazy as regular car drivers are. So motorcycles would be even safer uh, vehicles to drive. Awesome. So no one, no old people that have their left turn signal that actually go right. I do Perfect. that just for fun. <laughs> that was so, you. <laughs> so I just think that's, you know, it's exciting. I mean, there's there's more details here about how they initially, you know, when they the first contest was a failure and uh, they, they did finally uh, win their uh, a race with a different vehicle that was being built by a different team. So Google's apparently not the only uh, gang in town here that is working on this uh, this technology, which is great news because the more people that are active in competing to uh, to bring it to you, sure, put more rocket scientists on this, and uh, you're gonna, you're more likely to see it in your lifetime. Well, you're already seeing uh, computer computer chips in cars uh, for different different reasons. And I know that uh, the, the I think that this will save on fuel because people won't care about going as quickly. And, uh, you know, th- they'll because they can do things while they're in the right, car. They just Because part of the reason you speed is because you want to get where you want to go. I'm not saying that it will solve all speeding problems, just that a lot of people won't care as much. But this goes back to the conversation we were having before we got started where, you know, I want a typewriter. Mm-hmm. This is I, off the air. Yeah. Is that on the air? I think it's off the air. Okay. But yeah, I, you know, it's like the cell phones. I don't want people calling me while I'm in the bathroom or having dinner or whatever. I, you know, it's, Well, the good news is you don't have to have I, it. Exactly. Right? As long as whatever. that's the case, I'm fine. Get, as, get that big red button. Get as much of it as you want. <laughs> hey, uh, we're out of time for tonight. Thanks, Michelle, for coming in. Thank you. And uh, we'll be back tomorrow night. You can join us online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. Hey everybody, Scott Horton here for FreedomCam.net. From coast to coast, the increasingly militarized American police state has grown out of control. Peace officers have become law enforcement. The old doctrines of minimal force have fallen by the wayside. Cops are now trained to use overwhelming force in virtually every situation, resulting in an epidemic of police brutality across our society. I say fight back while you still can. Film the cops and put it on YouTube. A critical mass of police brutality videos is being assembled online, and a change is going to come. Police perjury is no match for instant replay. Freedomcam.net offers discreet video cameras to help you avoid confiscation while checking power and protecting yourself. Freedomcam.net.